Or if someone's eating, eating uh, yeah, that's how I hate the sound of people eating. But I mean, people are any like, any all mouth all stuff, boogers, all the ASMR shit. Like, is people gross. people Dude. subscribe to that shit on YouTube all the time, and they'll sit there and chew. If on that's what you're looking and, for, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird kink. Finger pussy bots. <laughs> At least the channels I subscribe to. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Level's good? Uh, yeah. No. yeah. I think we are good to go. We are good to go. We have a, we already did a clap. I'll do a little snap. Just we all case. have the clap? Yeah. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at you. How, how, are, how are the... I'm just filling in for El Amnesio. He couldn't make it today. Oh, man. He had a match. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's back in. He's out of retirement. <laughs> He's doing he's doing some like fucking like dark match for uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. <laughs> yep, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's I, where he's at. I mean, I'm his manager. I can hook him up. On that's that. what his Twitter said oh. that he yeah. was going to be at. So good for him. Oh yeah. We, speaking of Twitter, we I started a Twitter for this, and it's it's been fun because it's gotten it's taken down already. already. <laughs> it was ban- banned on the. Well, first I was day. already fighting with people. Did you, did you see that that uh, I think Adidas put out a whole um they put out a picture of a bunch of topless women but they're like all these are what boobs like look like for all different sizes of women. Oh, and let me guess but, they're all fucked up boobs. Yeah, they were. And then like like girls who cut their boobs off and then they take no, pictures like on Instagram. It was just weird there's a how fat is, one. How's that though. not okay? Yeah. How's that not How is that not You know what chick was boobs hot on Instagram? The chick from Tears of the Sun that got her tits all cut up. I jerked off to that scene a couple times. Do you remember that? That's cool. Wait, uh, that wasn't. No, I was. Tears of the Sun in the village. Yeah, that wasn't Monica Bellucci. That was no, no, like no. One of the one of the locals. <laughs> oh, one of the locals. <laughs> <laughs> she got her tits cut off. Yeah, like it's Cannibal Ferox. Yeah, it was hot. There's blood everywhere, and she was crying. Well, in Cannibal Ferox, didn't she just get? Well, they got hooks, hooks through the titties. Through the titties, and she was suspended by the hooks in her titties. I'd be into that. We'll put hard. that right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how, many, how many Gaussian blurs I had to put on this phone? Well, how long did that take on oh, the last yeah. episode? Yeah, that must have, must have <laughs> Not long. It, it, was, it was funny, though. Adam and I were doing some very serious research on this side of the table. Yeah, pink socks, <laughs> two girls, one cop. I was, like, too drunk to, like, under... I wasn't drunk... In the beginning part, I was just uh, trying to make you so. laugh. But when we got to when we got to the cum sock kids, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, "What are we looking at?" Oh yeah, I need to get one of those. <laughs> I was watching it whenever I was Valentine's it. Day is coming up. <laughs> yeah, I got some cherries, berries, and a cum sock for my lady. <laughs> oh my god! They had, I wonder if they'd be a sponsor for yeah. skeleton packers. Cum sock kids. <laughs> cum sock kids. Is, is is there an actual website or is it like just like a trend? I think it's <laughs> what like planking. <laughs> People jerking off on socks, putting sunglasses on them. They're like, boom! <laughs> Hashtag cum sock kid. No, it's it's like a, it's like a somebody made those. Somebody cared. I've I've been making those since I was like twelve yeah. or thirteen years old. That's what's up. Yeah. Innovator. Who would have thought to put the William Randolph hearse of cum socks over here? (laughs) 
I prefer Howard Hughes because I was also pissing in jars at the same time. <laughs> my family hated I filled me. up a gallon of uh, milk and I threw it over the overpass <laughs> near my house. I think everyone did that. Did everyone like pee into vessels in their like, you know, childhood room and just leave them there? No, but I dream about it. Like you, you ever just wake up and you're like, man. I, I wish I just stored my pee in my, in my, in my living area. Something I, like, I something wish like that. I had a sunny delight container filled with piss. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so last week was a, it, it was fun, but I got way too drunk. It was crazy. Oh, I'm like, you're like you're I gotta naughty. go fucking drive in the rain. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, nice storm. knowing you. I'm yeah. not drunk. Yeah, I'm fine. That was funny though. You're like, ah, I'm good. I'm good. Someone, <laughs> someone even asked, like, can you drive? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Kyle's not that far away. That's that's the funnest way to drive. You just turn the music up real loud. Kyle's what, like 25 miles from here? Or something? Yeah, 25 that's miles. The precise, yeah, like that. um, that's the precise amount of distance most people die near their home. Yeah. And then I was like, it for was, good reason, apparently. Yeah, it, was, it was like my niece's birthday. <laughs> you need them. What I'm saying is, you need to move a little farther. Yeah, <laughs> I probably wouldn't make safe, it. That would, safe. that would make it safe. Yeah. yeah, by the time you get home, you're sober. Yeah, yeah. So I was on a Zoom call with my niece, and then while driving. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> what? It sounds like you're the you. You, you, you are home. someone's no, uncle. You're home. that uncle. That's I should have been are. home at at, at eight thirty. They're like, yeah, we'll 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 move the Zoom to eight thirty. Even though I started driving home at 9, so I was 30 minutes late for the birthday uh, Zoom. So you're shit-faced drunk, you're 30 minutes late for a a birthday Zoom call with your niece, and Mm -hmm. you're driving through the rain on your way out to Kyle. Also, I'm pretty sure I never turned the volume on, on the Zoom. So they're probably like, what is Sean doing over there? Uh, I can't hear what he's saying, but he's raging about something, and you're sitting there talking about, like, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't isn't that the, isn't facts. that sounds like the beginning of a uh, Squid Game, right? The guy, <laughs> the guy was supposed to get his daughter a toy, and then he got a. Then he ended up getting drunk, and and. That's also the beginning of Old Boy. Yeah, it's uh, beginning of, yeah, a, of a lot of movies. The, the the group of umbrella people come over, and then he vanishes and shit. And that then, is, I think. That's next still... thing you know, you're eating dumplings for fifteen years and fucking your daughter. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. We've so all we're been drinking there. Hard AF seltzer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, let indeed. me get one. Yeah. Pass me one of those. Did you want, want to a peach? Yeah, peach is my favorite. Yes, sir. So, oh, is there another peach? Oh. I haven't tried peach. You know what? Let's oh, all have take it. That's all right. Oh, no, there's, there's multiple peach. Or do you peach. want lemon lime? Multiple I, peach. I've tried the lemon lime. I'll try this one. I haven't I tried, tried it yet. Peach yet. The, un, the unofficial uh, sponsor, just because I'll, I'll put it on Instagram, and it's going to be shared by our... Unofficial sponsor, but the official drink of Tetherball Academy Media. Yeah, it's really good stuff. It's dangerous though. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You can't, but it doesn't taste strong. You can't taste the alcohol, Mm-mm. and it's delicious. Yeah, you crush three of these, and you'll be shit faced. Not too sweet. Not too. Not sweet. Yeah. Not straight. Straight gay. Yeah. You, <laughs> no, but it doesn't. It's so strong that it's not gay. Most seltzers are kind of gay. Yeah. This is not gay. It's I was always fuck. super disappointed when I first came here and just everybody was drinking White Claws everywhere. I was like, wait, I thought this was the drinking bros. Why yeah. isn't everyone drinking whiskey? Yeah. Well, it's because everybody's got to everybody's got to be on camera and you got to watch day. those calories. Dude, one, yeah. one, of, one of the funniest things that happened was uh, we had a fan come in for Drinking Bros, and this dude, there, he's like, are you like it was for like one of the early shows. Like he was here for like RPR. It was months ago. <laughs> he like came in. He's like, "You guys drinking?" And then Ross is like, "Not yet, man. It's twelve. Yeah. And this dude, eleven thirty in the morning. Yeah. Man. So he got he got a cup like this. 
and you just put ice in it and then just topped it off with whiskey and he got fucking hammered. That's, that's and my he, kind of people. Yeah, and he was like a restaurant worker. Like he worked some like in North Austin and he was just like, you guys ever come in? Just, I'll, I'll buy your food. It's like, right, <laughs> fucking relax, guy. All right, let's go there. No, I never want to see that guy again. <laughs> he was yeah. just excited and nervous because he was around Oh, he was people. very nervous. But he was he around um, celebrities, dude. But he yeah. almost killed Rob. <laughs> he was driving out of the parking lot and cut off Rob <laughs> in the parking lot. It was... Mm. It was hilarious because we were Wait, like... Wait, is this some, like... Rob almost gets killed anytime he goes anywhere. He's yeah. a really bad Is driver. this some Tyler Durden situation and you're just talking about yourself? Yeah, <laughs> this sounds exactly like what happened <laughs> last it's week. It's pretty much the I'm story sh- that I'm you sure it just got done telling. I'm yeah, sure that scene when they're times. driving in the rain. He's like, like Coop, well, what did you? What do you want to accomplish in life? He's like, build a house. Do a self-portrait. Paint a picture. <laughs> Paint a- <laughs> and then you uh, take your hands off the wheel. <laughs> Obliterate a mother and five of her children. <laughs> you know, someone's got to thin the herd. Yeah. Zoom, <laughs> Zoom, call, Zoom call my niece when I'm blackout drunk. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Am I calling her the wrong name? Like, who are you talking to? Uh, did you call her the wrong name? I, I hope not. You probably did. You're like, look, Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> You're not getting my assault rifle. Yeah. <laughs> a clock is not a weapon of war, fuck. <laughs> I can take you, beat you to death with a skateboard. <laughs> it was it wasn't my best moment, but this is basically, basically oh, a podcast you're of you're a good man, a scumbag. I was a scumbag that day. I usually you're I'm pretty funny. I'm okay. You're a, you're a good man, Sean. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, I'm, maybe maybe just the part where you were speeding down the freeway, drunk in the rain, telling your niece, like, listen, if any of these beta cut <laughs> libtards tell you that they're going to take your fucking guns. <laughs> Birds aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> birds yeah. aren't real. <laughs> Man, I've been looking into birds aren't real. I'm like starting to believe it. That's how fun. That's how, like, when someone's like, have you, ever, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? I'm like, no, I haven't. I haven't. Have you seen a ba- baby pigeon? I, have you seen a, like, uh, have you seen a baby giraffe? Uh, yeah, I think I have. I've seen Not baby pigeons. Not in real pigeons. life. That's my, like, my that doesn't convince me. Some. Yeah. My parents have pigeons, doves, and, and canaries, and I've seen them all as eggs and babies. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn it. This is a conspiracy podcast. You're supposed Jesus to just go with the Christ. narrative. Uh, I mean, no. We'll Good. Cut, we'll, we'll, we'll cut out the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I Where's have... El Amnesio? <laughs> By the way, He's great Iconodog. Holy shit. He forgot that we Who were did that? tonight. That was from a, uh, well, a guy named Jason, but he works at a shop called Is- Icarus Custom Shop. Oh, I know him. Yeah, he's a listener. Custom, he did custom this guitar too. bodies. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. The, I went read this as and Arnold. And we got a stack of paintings Why don't you clone yourself room? so you can go fuck yourself? <laughs> I, <laughs> so I think that those might be the best gifts that, that we've ever gotten from a listener. He makes that's, guitars, too. On, if we go to yeah, Conodong was a gift. That's true. That was the very first gift that we ever got for Iconoblast. Oh, and, that one? And that The dong? Yeah. yeah. That was a gift to you guys? It was. Oh. It was the, yeah, the um, very first gift we got it from. You guys have a very supportive listeners. He actually molded my dick and they had that made. Oh, it's a good dick. Thanks, man. Yeah. Great dick. Well, they, they actually had to shrink it down so they could ship it. Otherwise, the shipping cost would have just been yeah. fucking astronomical. Yeah. Just well, what's cool is it's my we, dick. We hang dong balls. here. <laughs> 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 and I think if, if you make it any bigger than that, they actually classify it as a weapon of war so you can <laughs> ship it across state lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you're going to St. Louis today. I'm, uh, I'm leaving in nine minutes. In nine minutes? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about this Homeland Security <laughs> thing? Sure. Yeah. 
Let's talk about Homeland Security. Yeah, so I actually it, read that whole thing. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty insane. So, so well, going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> this show is literally well, what they're what talking they're, about. That's what they're trying to to gear it towards. Is anybody who is suspicious or distrustful of the government is a terrorist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone just, anyone who looks like a sticker from the neighborhood watch, just a shadowed <laughs> character with shifty eyes. The, 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 the new lighting is going to get us arrested for sure. <laughs> yeah. we look, now we all look mischievous. Either that or it's going to get us a, a copyright strike from Jocko Willink's podcast. Yeah, <laughs> with the black mm-hmm. and white. We look a little different. Oh, yeah, it shows black and white, too. Yeah, it's the only and other I, black and white. And, and he doesn't have a giant dong in the background. <laughs> true. Yeah. He doesn't have the dong, so we got him on there. His show might be a little too intense true. for me. Like, I'm I'm like, listen, when he had Jordan Peterson on, damn, I feel like we talk about Jordan Peterson on every episode. You talk right? about Jordan Peterson. I love Peterson. him. He's amazing. I want to hear Jocko Wilnick. Did you um, see how dumb he looked holding the uh, have a conversation with Henry Rollins? <laughs> well, uh, go ahead. Jocko Willink and Henry Rollins? Because it would sound like two the same person talking at each other. <laughs> I thought they were the same person for Every, a while. Everything would be very intense at all times. Right here. You have to keep everything right here in the back of the throat at all times. <laughs> very have intense. Have you seen the two of them in the same room? I don't no, I haven't. evidence that they're not the same person. Fuck. You, you know. Yeah, I was talking about a Jocko Willink episode of Joe Rogan one time, and they're like, no, that's Henry Rollins. I'm like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah. That was a good episode. I like Henry Rollins. He is great. I miss his... Uh, well, he had a show on like HBO or something. Was it Showtime? He Back did in the, the... That was a good show. He He's on a lot of movies. If you look at his IMDb, he is, he's in a lot of shit. He's, he's in, in my favorite mm-hmm. horror film of all time. Which one? Feast. I, I fucking oh, love Feast. Feast is a good movie. He, he's also in, uh, what was it, uh, The Chase? He plays a cop. He's chasing Chrissy Swanson. And, he looks uh, like a cop. And, but, and I Charlie watch VFW Sheen. Because of you. I really like VFW. It's really good. It looks good. awesome. Because I was it I is. had to pull that clip for the trailer. It was shot in Texas in a real VFW hall. That's awesome. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. So the I'm just gonna read this summary of this because it's like two pages and cheers, y'all. I'm gonna take this shot. Oh, let's take our shots first. Cheers, everybody. Oh wait, wait, wait. Wrong one. Mucho gracias. You know what's funny about the the last episode? The Nothing. first like forty five minutes, we didn't talk about anything. <laughs> Sounds like my show. We kept like <laughs> we, I started talking about something, and then we completely veered off. We were like, "I listened oh, to it just, last night." It, it's, it's like forty five minutes before of we nothing. Start talking about the topic. <laughs> yeah, but like it, it gets, sounds strangely familiar. <laughs> it gets really good at the yeah. end. Yeah, you're the Seinfeld of podcasts. Yeah, like conspiracy nothing was shows. happening. You're like, oh, you want to look at a pink sock? <laughs> the, the difference between this and Seinfeld is this is actually funny. Yeah. Oh. oh, sick burn. That, that's a Jerry Seinfeld is a shit comedian. Yeah, but it shows great. You didn't I'm like a big Michael Seinfeld? Richards fan. I, 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 oh, I yeah, am Michael huge. Richards. Now that guy, he. I don't, I don't my Stanley Spadowski's Funhouse from I hate UHF too. Uh, but yeah, uh, Seinfeld. The not show is okay. Him as a comedian, he's not good. He's. I don't know. I how agree. He made so much money. He he sucks uh, because of Larry David. Larry David is a fucking genius. Okay, true. Who's Larry I was David? Never a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry either. David. Oh he played for the uh, no the Spurs in 1994 to 2003. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm, like the last season, is so good. I mean, there's, just, there's I don't like, like the name. I can't watch it. There's like yeah. bits and pieces that I've seen that I like, but you know, every the, single episode the thing that is, I've seen, I'm just like, oh god. I hate when people describe what, what I'm about to say about a TV show, but you got to like start it in a later season. 
Like the first few seasons yeah. aren't as good. Like the because... Sopranos. Like you can't start it in the the first season because you'd oh, be really? like, "Is you this?" Think that? Yeah, it's I not. The, the it's season. not the same show. No, it's not. And also, they they forgot the that they that they yeah. got rid of his mom's house after the first yeah. season. The Sopranos, fucking Star Trek: The Next Generation, like like shows when you like start like, the Sopranos season two, season two. Okay, I still never because seen they it, right? they, they, yeah, they quickly know. changed course where they're like, we can't do this goofy shit. We need to like get really really serious. But it, it's still funny. It's a fucking great. I'm show. not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like. June is like you know. my favorite character. Him and yeah. uh, Polly, because uh, like because from Rocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Polly's great. I love Polly. Polly's great. And and just like how much they they hate black people every time they talk about it, I'm like oh you know who you love that they hate black people. <laughs> it's funny because it's like it's subtle <laughs> racism. He loved, it's he loved that John Wayne yeah. didn't like black people as well. <laughs> oh, did I? I don't you that. really went off on a tangent there. We had he's to, yeah we he's had like, to cut he's that out. being funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's being funny. I'm like he's not being funny. You're an asshole. <laughs> what was it? What was that Brendan Fraser movie Blast from the Past where he was in a time capsule? No, no, he was in a he was <laughs> okay, in a blast in a bunker. bunker yeah. Didn't we? And he we, never saw a black person until like like whatever the movie that came out like 1997 so when he came up it was 1997 but he's been down there since yeah, like he sees the late a, 50s wait a second, that, wasn't that pleasantville or? and he it, no it was blast from the past that came up recently yeah. didn't we talk about that no on the john wayne episode no no I, that I was i think that, that was on that. dragon I, bros or something but i think that'd be really they, interesting just just keep a white person away from black the, people their whole life oh, okay maybe yeah that must be and then just expose them to black people when they're like 33 years old he's being funny yeah, He's just, being funny. Just let him be right. Ra- racism yeah. is funny. If you, yeah. it always is funny to me, unless you you're like lynching them. Racism like, is always not funny. Good. If you were Mexican, <laughs> you'd be in a lot of trouble. Oh, even yeah, even man. for a Mexican, you're a racist piece of shit. <laughs> All of those lynchings back yeah. in the day, hilarious. Wait, what? No, I, I said lynchings bad, but racial jokes, yeah. good. Oh no, I I think everyone grew up. Are... We grew up in the nineties, right? Yeah, I'm Mexican That's and Portuguese. Did. I was raised by people who were conquered by other people and slave Fucking traders. <laughs> Should have won. Fucking. I you, didn't, you wouldn't. I didn't you'd know be Portuguese so oppressed were slave if you just win the wars. until like a year ago. Yeah, better. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they, they so, so speaking of everything though. we just said, well, um, now that we're about to start the topic, I have to go. <laughs> yo, get the, get the fuck out of here. All right. I love you guys. Joel, have a yeah. safe flight. Love you, right. Joe. Have Missouri. a good time. Have fun. Yeah. All right. I'll see Cheers. you on the next one. Be careful Thank with you, the you know who's in St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> was was that another racial reference? <laughs> oh, speaking of St. Think speaking of St. Louis. If you go to St. Louis, say what's up to Nelly. I saw his dick get sucked on Instagram. Oh, okay. I heard he has a huge no dong shit. on it. I mean, good for him. Man. Good for him. It had a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> just That's on, how I knew it was his. Just on, yeah. just on the left testicle. Yeah. So we'll say, say what's up to Nelly, Nelly when I was a kid. I was like, man, like his music. Like when I listen to it now, it's like it's. So I mean, bad. his shit's corny, but he's got a catchy voice. Yeah, he's got a good voice, just like uh, Ludacris. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I hope he so. said tight butthole. If you guys didn't hear that, what up? What up? Chris Bridges. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, so we can finally get into this Homeland Security. So, yeah, line. just a nice, smooth segue back into Homeland Security. <laughs> With all this mis- and disinformation and mal-information, which is a thing I, I had never heard until this came out. Wait, is that a new thing? Mal-information? Yeah, it, it's mis, dis, and mal. It's M- MDS. Oh, the, oh. Uh, the three chicks from Salt and Pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mal. Mal. I, oh. 
Or no, like, sorry, that was TLC. I, I thought you meant oh, TLC. Yeah, I thought you meant the Chinese dictator that uh, <laughs> killed a couple of people. That's basically what. That's basically what we're in right now. One or two people. We're in the early stages of it. <laughs> So this is a summary of it. Uh, the United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an, envir- an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories. Boom. That's, that's where they come in and get us. And other forms of mis-, dis-, and malinformation, MDM, introduced and or amplified by foreign domestic threats, mm-hmm. uh, which could potentially inspire acts of violence, mass casualty attacks, and other acts of... Targeted violence conducted by lone offenders, small uh, groups acting in furtherance of ideological ideological beliefs and or personal grievances pose an ongoing threat to the nation. I'll go to the first. Wait, real quick, everything that you just said is the show. Is what it it is the words you just said are. Yeah. So if it, that is misinformation without specificity. Yeah. It's like okay, is it? It, it doesn't state that it's illegal. It's something mm. that we need to be aware of. It, this this goes against... Like the... shoe bombs. We need to be aware of them. <laughs> so take your shoes off at the airport. That's That whole fucking shit was mm. like shoe bomb in word form where mm. it's like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's like razor blades and Halloween candy. We know it's a thing. <laughs> Maybe once or twice it happened, but never again. Yeah. You don't apply never again to fucking, like, some kid chewed on a razor blade in the 1970s. Yeah. Okay, you apply to you know, more important shit. Yeah, so if you're listening to this show and you want to and, and you wanna cause violence, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck shit fuck up, them. son. Fuck shit up, son. Do yeah. it, pussy. Yeah, stop being a pussy. Go like blow if, something up. You, if you don't agree with it, fucking blow it up. That's good. You need to be on Skeleton Factory podcast because I I talk about killing all kinds of people. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so while the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly cha- significantly changed over the last week, the convergence of the following factors has increased volatility, um, uh, unpredictably and complex complexity of threat environments. One, the proliferation of false or misleading narrative which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. Oh, no. Two. Can't have that. Con- continued calls for, for violence directed at U.S. critical infrastructure, soft targets, and mass gatherings, faith-based institutions such as churches, synagogues, mosques, institutions of higher education, racial and religious minorities, government facilities, personnel, including law enforcement, military, the media, perceived ideological opponents, and three, calls by foreign ter- uh, terrorist organizations for attacks on the United States based on recent events. By so their I- definition, a soft target is like the World Trade Center. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like, it, it's, it's like, look, look, if people want to cause a mass casualty event, they're going to do it. Like this idea that you can, you can prevent some horrible fucking thing from happening. Yeah. You can prevent Pearl Harbor, 9-11. It's like, it's not going to happen. It's, you can prevent, you can put measures in place to prevent as much shit as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. But that squeeze is going to be felt by the public. And at some point, the public's going to be like, hey, asshole, 
We're mm-hmm. trying to live our fucking life and we'll it's this it's this weird kind of push and pull of like the public mm-hmm. and the government and the people who are supposed to protect us being like, look, we'll we will take on a certain amount of risk and it's it's meeting in the middle. This is not meeting in the middle. No. This this is some vague shit that'll eventually become a law. That it'll 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 get it'll be put in some green new deal law that yeah, fucking it, London Breed will sign off on. Well, yeah, it, this is <laughs> like this is basically uh, Project um, Veritas. No, <laughs> every time I say Project Veritas, <laughs> James James O'Keefe is gonna be this is Project Mockingbird, which is the how how the how how the government controls the media, and also this is the the Patriot Act all combined together. So they 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 already control the media, yeah. not the Jews, yeah. but the well, fucking no, th- them too. Oh, them too. I mean, they could, <laughs> but, but we can only say that when uh, Eli's here. So I mean, has good. anyone actually really ever looked into that? Because he- here's the thing: it's like people will say, like, you can't say black people commit more crime than white people unless it's actually true. Yeah, because. There's, you can't have equality in crime. Like, well, yeah. we need precisely the same amount of bank robberies done yeah. by white criminals <laughs> as black criminals and Asian criminals. It's like people are going to – a little more here and there is going to fucking happen as long yeah. as you don't fucking like b- blow it out of fucking proportion and be like, well, see, they're yeah. doing way more than us. It's like no, – it's like – yeah. Well, because in a in a <laughs> yeah. in a perfect world, crimes are going to be committed by each demographic in uh, in relation to their percentage of the overall population. And the I, way I this is written is assuming for. that everyone is going to potentially do it on an equal playing ground, which makes this the way this is written crazy. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> are you part of a religious organization? You might be a terrorist, <laughs> yeah, and not know it. Yeah, so it's the DHS version of Jeff Foxworthy jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right. The most <laughs> successful comedian of all time, by the way. Yeah, on every you disagree every with your government, you, you might be a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Also, like one of few comedians that has a really good mustache. Oh, great that's mustache! Not, that's not a coincidence. Actually, true. I haven't. I can't think of any other major comedian that I'm aware of that's this good a mustache. South Park yeah. based that the uh, they jeans. took our jobs on him, like how he looks. Like, look at the they took our jobs guy. Yeah, he. That's oh, Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, that is for sure Jeff yeah. Foxworthy. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I, I think the. The issue that I take with this overall is, to me, it seems like I've I've said it on Iconoblast a handful of times, and I'll anybody who gives me a, a few drinks and wants to start talking politics, one of the things that I'm eventually going to go around to is there's really only one ideological hill that I'm willing to die on, and that is free speech. Just yeah, letting same every, here. Everyone and anyone within the the borders of the United States say whatever the fuck they want because that's part of our constitution mm. and that's an, mm. a very very important part of what created our country and not only just created our country it's what has fought back against human rights abuses in the past all over the world is people being able to speak their mind have dissenting opinions uh be able to project their ideas and share information with with Mm -hmm. the rest of the populace 
that is an insanely important part of any sort of, of progressive and, and forward-moving society is the free, uh, free sharing of information. And if you have any government that's saying like, oh, no, you, if you don't agree with, with what everybody else, uh, like what the agreed upon narrative is, if, if like even back in uh, uh, earlier in American history, if they had rules against going against the the widespread agreed upon narrative, well, we're never getting rid of slavery because a, 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 that was like the the agreed upon narrative up yeah. until we decided to fight a war over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah First it, Amendment, definitely. Yeah, it is, it is the most important amendment. I mean, I, th- I thought you were going to say something about uh, segregated water fountains, but First mm. Amendment's good too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, uh, I, don't, I don't remember what comedian said this. It's, it's said, been said a thousand times, but he's like, you created the first, the, the first Amendment for free speech, and the Second Amendment was... To defend the free defend speech. Defend the... Yeah. The, yeah. It was, so it was it, Dave Chappelle. Was it? Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Fuck, that guy like, is... The First Amendment's there... Uh, no, uh, what was it? No, Second Amendment's there to, in case the First Amendment didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> I got into this with like somebody at work the other day, where it was like this thing of like, he was he <laughs> he was like a contractor dude mm. working on a very, if I said the name of the bar mm-hmm. in, in Austin, he'd be like, oh well, okay, yeah, I know that bar. He was like a contractor dude working on it, and he's like friends with the owners there and shit, and he's really into guns. Fuck and yeah, he was, and he was basically I like him like, already. Yeah, he's he's like, we got into this like, kind of like weird gun thing where. We both agreed where at some point, if you're talking about somebody who's talking about somebody who's like really not into guns, like eventually someone will say, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to fight against the government with their drones and their nuclear bombs with your fucking AR-15 and your Glock? And it's like, yes, 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 exactly. That's the point. Yes. It's like, you think you're going to win against it? It's like. It's not about winning. <laughs> what, is, what are they going to do? Kill every American citizen? Not you out of your fucking mind? Fucking, how how yes. long did did we stay in Afghanistan fighting people that all they had were small arms? Did shit. Well, apparently we're still there. At least a few hundred of us. Well, yeah, yeah we still stuck hundred. there. We, we it, still ran out of there with our tail between our legs, just like it, because Afghanistan is the fucking graveyard of what empires. Do you, what do you but, think? Yeah, you don't you don't need all of these massive high technology weapons to. To fight yeah. back against the government, you, it's going to be an insurgency. It's because be some bloody, ideas are horrible. bulletproof. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it's like when these, <laughs> t- when these governments... until you get shot to death in your your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> when, so when these government until Ruby Ridge happens again. <laughs> yeah, no. So when these government officials, when they go home, they're private citizens. So they would be attacking their own neighbors. No fucking way. Would they be doing that if they did it? it I, I just don't think it can happen. You, you're seeing it in the. In the trucker freedom convoy, like mm-hmm. that's one of the greatest. Like it's it, it's the coolest thing. You I could can't see. wait for movies about the fucking freedom trucker convoy. Yeah, they're gonna be in the right side of history. Michael Moore, redeem yourself from being the douchebag you've been for the past <laughs> few years. Right? Yeah. Make a movie about the fucking freedom trucker convoy. It's close enough to Detroit or Flint, wherever the fuck you're from. They're cutting off their their. Um... <laughs> Make a documentary about it because someone else is going to beat you to the punch and you're actually kind of good when you try yeah. to make a good documentary. <laughs> the yeah. f- go to Ottawa. Yeah, like it, they're they're about to cut their their phone lines. Like I think they're going to cut the... They're going to cut off the cell towers? Yeah, the cell towers. Can't That's good what... luck with that shit. Yeah. yeah. 
Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to have people with regular-ass cameras mm-hmm. loading that shit onto fucking YouTube. You're going to regress. Yeah. Well, Canada, that, Canada has been holding it down. Hmm. I'm. Well, see, the thing is, cutting off the, the cell towers and stuff like that, the most dangerous part of that whole thing is pissing off all the Instagram thoughts. You oh, do yeah. not want an Instagram thought uprising. You don't yeah, want that. The government, it's, it's all about the PR. You need the good PR because you, if you have bad polling, you can't win elections. Yeah, I so. think in that situation, PR isn't the right word. Propaganda would be the. Oh yeah, the it, more it's so so much propaganda, word. and we're about to see the 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 largest amount of propaganda that we've ever seen in our lifetimes when this thing comes here, which apparently it's supposed to be happening during the Super Bowl Sunday. Well, Facebook's already shutting that shit down, yeah. which pisses me off so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Because the uh, all of these big tech companies have just become propaganda arms of the the government, and all they're doing is they are they're skirting the the First Amendment and censoring free speech mm-hmm. just because we haven't declared uh, tech platform uh, social media platforms mm-hmm. to be like a, a, a what is it a common utility or um, like phones and yeah, yeah. And it's shit it, like it's that. it's totally a public utility. And like you, when you're, and it also needs to be, it needs to be classified as a public square, like a, a public forum where everybody needs to have the same level of speech because you yeah. you need to guard mm-hmm. yourself against bad ideas. It's not like this weird, f- it's it's ideas. like this sub level mm-hmm. of the press, which is supposed to be the the fourth level of government. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the bulletin board in the fucking coffee shop. You know, it's 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 fucking. It's the it's the manic poet on the street. Yeah, it's the busker. <laughs> yeah, you know it, what I mean. It's, it, it's and and that's like the, a crazy weird level that you just ignore. But it's some. But that's really what the internet is. It, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a gray area that so, they that they're using as a tool. You have this tool of of social media where you could just crush shit. Yeah, like anything that you don't agree with. You you could just crush. You could because at some it? at some point people will just do shit live. Mm-hmm. People people who's like it's like okay I'm not allowed to be on the internet. Mm. I will literally have people. I will pay Golden Voice to put flyers everywhere for people to go and watch me in an auditorium. Literally say what I could have said in fucking a half a dozen tweets mm-hmm. spread over a week. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So th- this is, and I look forward to it because going oh, yeah. to shows is fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. So th- this is kind of like a good segue into like what we're talking about today. So we're, we're um, last week we talked about the Great Reset. So we're gonna do a part two of that of the Great Reset. So like it, when when you think of all these tech companies, how they're uh, supposedly controlling the world, they they control information, which is one of the great. Uh, things to have like I think it, that's not even supposedly it's it is for sure the mm-hmm. the case at this point is the, the <laughs> biggest the, social media platforms are 100 yeah. percent uh, controlling the the overall narrative outside of these small fringe groups that are that are fighting back well here's them. what's interesting and the thing in canada with the truckers is one thing it's one of those things where it's like when people look at that through a social media lens it's like Oh yeah, my food shows up at the store somehow. It's one of those things where it's like, you think farmers are on fucking Twitter? 
mm-hmm. at noon. <laughs> it's like no, they're eating. They're eating lunch because they fucking woke up at fucking three yeah. and have been working all fucking day. And it's just like it, the people who matter, like like eventually those people will have their fucking save because the people now who are making the most yes. noise are the people who have too much money, too much privilege, have too much fucking time on their hands. Mm-hmm. The people like my mom, who's been a nurse since the fucking 70s, who's highly susceptible to getting sick from fucking COVID is still working beyond fucking full time. She works 12 hour days in a fucking same hospital. She's been working in since she was 19. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like people like that, that people in a town that's essentially a farm fucking town, like things like that fucking ultimately matter because you look at supply shortages and shit. Like those people matter. People who are fucking, loading shipping containers into the port of fucking San Francisco and fucking Long Beach and shit. Like, that's a real job. Just just think yeah. of uh, what pe- they're... People, what- like, people work on a fucking train, like, Union Pacific Railroad guys. Like, that's a that's a real job. Coal miners and shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's hard work. Just, just think about what they're doing in Ottawa right now. So they're kind of... I saw this thing online where they're comparing what's going on in Ottawa to the Chaz thing that happened. Like in Chaz, that would they're trying to fucking grow plants on the street, but then you go to Ottawa and it's full of people that are blue collar. Like, did you see the fucking? They're video building of shit. Cops. They know how to build stuff over stacking there. Stacking fucking like throwing wood into a fire to keep people warm. They were building this big bonfire mm-hmm. so people. So like people brought chopped firewood mm-hmm. and cops in uniform were sitting there like, yeah, we gotta. We're going to get a big bonfire on because people are fucking cold. Yeah. What are you going to do? Sit in your fucking truck yeah. and fucking keep warm there? It's like yeah. trucks don't and then the comments, work that way. The comments on that were the most infuriating thing. They're like, because they're like, well, they should take all that wood away. We're like, why? They're, it's illegal. Like, the people are going to. Also, ironically, uh, it's the most primitive thing that a bonfire surrounded by fellow human beings of a, a common cause yeah. is probably like. The most natural thing you can rather do. One of do. the oldest communities that you can think of. I don't know if you and I ever did this back in the Santa Barbara days, but fucking, I know fucking me and fucking me and uh, Steve, like we used to fucking go down fucking like Butterfly Beach and we would just collect oh, wood God, yeah. all day. Yeah. We would literally collect wood all day, dry it out on the beach, and then at night, as it started, the sun started to go down, we would fucking make a bonfire about every fucking 40 yards. So when we lit all of them at night, we'd have this string of bonfires and no one else was around. Oh, that's cool. And it was fucking fabulous. Were you ever there for that? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Cool. <laughs> those, those were, those were good fucking days. And it was yeah. just like, you just sit in front of a bonfire, mm-hmm. you fucking blaze one for jaw. Mm-hmm. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Where is jaw <Ja> rule? <laughs> Can we get Jaw Rule? I bet he would be really fun to talk to you. Well, I think he ultimately died of the throat cancer that gave him that voice. Oh. No. Welcome back to the Con Man Podcast. Hey! Uh, so, uh, this show, if you don't know what you're listening to right now, <laughs> instead of just people just yelling into a mic. I don't know what I'm listening to. Uh, right we break down conspiracy theories every week. Uh, and we uh, join alongside me is Adam Hester and... Joel, I'm mean, oh. not Joel. Coop. <laughs> want to say that again? I, 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 I just want to say Joel's name all the time. He's not even here. He's I gone. Know, you, 
you keep dead naming him, and he's not even in the room. No El Amnesio, no Joel. And uh, there's me, Sean. Uh, El Amnesio uh, and Joel are not connected. They are two completely different people. Yeah, and I dead named him, even though he's not even here. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm Coop from the Iconoblast. Hello, I'm Adam from the Skeleton Factory podcast. And then I am Sean from this show you're listening to right now. <laughs> Well, I guess we all are from the Con Man podcast also. Indeed. So last week, we talked about the official story of the, the World Economic Forum's meeting titled The Great Reset. In the meeting, they went uh, they they want to create an, uh, an all-new economy to be more inclusive for marginalized communities, apparently, which sounds great and most people would think this is fine. But when we dug further into this meeting, you see how twisted it really is. The founder of the WEF, Klaus Schwab, has written his book and recorded he, he talked about some crazy shit like uh, brain scans to cross the border and having the ability to obtain people's memories to stop crimes before they happen, like a uh, minority report. Yeah. Schwab also has boasted about how the WEF has been able to infiltrate government cabinets. So part two of The Great Reset, we will discuss how the WEF has influenced big tech companies and helped incorporate it with the government. One of the goals of the WEF was to create crisis to further their goals. Just think about the COVID-19 pandemic. The, the world completely shut down. They implemented draconian laws. And the largest transfer of wealth occurred. Completely destroying people's lives. So this is... Yeah, and uh, something about the Great Reset. I can't remember if we went over this in the last episode, but one of the general sayings that seems to come up with the Great Reset all the time is you won't own anything and you'll be happy about it. Mm -hmm. Like the actually abolishing ownership is is like getting rid of the the final bastion of freedom. Yeah. Yeah, the like who who and I and I mean this is on their website. This is a video you can watch, and it's a slickly produced fucking video. It's one of those things where it's like, like, hey, do you want your landlord to control your life forever and everyone you know? <laughs> well, think, you're in think luck. about your landlord. Think about their rental company. Do you want them to control everything forever? No, you don't, because they're fucking inept. They have. 200 other fucking tenants. Half of them are on methamphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just trying to scrap by and yeah, they 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 got your back. No. Yeah. They don't fucking have your back. And then, and then the people that own your property are big corporations like BlackRock and Vanguard. Now, if they said something yeah. like, yeah. "Hey, guess what? You never need to pay uh pay property tax again." That, I would be that like, fucking awesome. what up, Klaus? What are we talking about here, bud? Yeah. Because goddamn property tax, fuck that nonsense. Because <laughs> well, you don't even own your fucking house if you're sitting around paying fucking property tax until you're dead. And if you if you look at it and what we're doing is we're, we're going through the same fucking cycle that we go through with every major empire, every major civilization in history where we're, we're recreating serfdom. Yeah, yeah, because that's basically what it is. People are quite comfortable with that, which is weird. It's if if it's you if you express shocking. what is happening out loud, you like there's a certain level of comfort. You're like, yeah, that makes sense, and you're like, no, no, that's bad. Yeah. Cool, well, I don't you have got to a bunch worry of... about anything, and I'm going to have all these other powerful figures making all my decisions. It's for very me soothing and... for well, the, about the, a half a second. The people yeah. that are writing <laughs> for these like 
the these journalists they live in New York City, San Francisco, and L.A. were places where they wouldn't own land anyway. So they're just like, this is fine. New York, San Francisco. This is great. That is, if you were going to take a cross section of every person in America, you you could get them from those cities. Yeah, bro. I've a fucking buddy of mine used to write for fucking Axios, and he was far and away fucking living the lap of luxury in San Francisco. He actually, uh, he was one of the first guys who broke the fucking Eric Swalwell fucking a a Chinese fucking spy. Oh yeah, I remember that. And he like. I love you, dude, but fucking, like, your hair sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put that in context. Because I never, ever talk about this, but I'll I'll say it here on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a barber mm-hmm. as my day job. But he came you in, my hair? and my I happened to, like, this. the Eric Swalwell thing broke. And I fucking started looking up articles of, like, what was the earliest it broke? Mm-hmm. And there was an Axios article. I started reading it, mm-hmm. and I fucking see his face and his name. I'm like... Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> and he came in. I was like, I "Know him, I'm dude? Like, bro, you broke the Eric Swalwell fucking fucking a he was banging a fucking thing? Chinese spy. He's like, yeah, fucking the shit just falls in your lap and shit. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, this is cool. I feel like I'm cutting a celebrity's hair. This yeah, is great. <laughs> but, I love it. But like that story just completely disappeared. Oh, of course, like that should have been. Did. Imagine, just... imagine that dude was like a Republican. By the way, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I, I don't like them. I don't like politicians. So. I, I don't I don't have a side. So like I'm gonna say the media is gonna side with the Democrat. It, it's pretty fucking no, that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sure. That story was That should be the number one story very, of the year. Very release uh very recently. Well not number one that in, but the interior wonderful. department uh some uh emails were released mm-hmm. showing that the interior department for the Biden administration is colluding with the New York Times to create favorable articles to to paint the current administration in a good light. Whereas you go back to the previous administration, there was not a single mainstream media company outside of Fox News, mm-hmm. that, one American media, Newsmax. Yeah, yeah that, like all of uh, uh, NBC or MSNBC, CNN, like all of those major media outlets were just fucking blowing up the Trump administration every chance that they got. And they were actually specifically saying that they would not run good stories about that administration, whether or not they were doing something good. Mm-hmm. With the current administration, it's the opposite, where it doesn't matter if they're doing something bad, they're going to be running beneficial stories. They're going to be running yeah, stories Yeah, they're, they're that, talking that about Russia. Way. Who cares? Russia's poor. We'd beat the fuck out of Russia. We really would. Also, China is the also one I'm like worried Russia's, about. Russia, as a country, is kind of cool. Yeah, Russia. Have you ever met a they Russian person? About, like, they rule. Cultural, <laughs> cultural Russian shit. Yeah, culture is fun. Russia's cool. You know what I mean? It's like you get all fucking political about you. This is where fucking the right wing and Republicans need to fucking like pivot hard. Mm-hmm. They need to be like, we're just gonna be involved in entertainment. Because mm-hmm. then you would get, you know, you get all your fucking. You, you'd ha- you'd have a Louis C.K. special every month. And Nick DiPaolo, <laughs> and yeah. you'd probably get guys who are centrist guys mm-hmm. who would be like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna tip my, I'm gonna tip this way because they pay really well." Yeah, I mean, it's every podcast. Like, it, po- people that are watching podcasts right now are mainly in the right. It's like, don't make it, don't make it political. It if, right if you want to make it about money, mm-hmm. fucking, if a bunch of fucking conservative people want to fucking have like, here, funny people, here's a platform. Yeah, everyone has They'd, autism. They would win. Everyone has autism now. Well, that's why it's called so a spectrum. Yeah, everyone's on the spectrum in this country, and they want as many facts as they can. So, like, do, do they? Oh, dude. I, they want the facts that they want. 
Yeah, I, I think yeah. The they want to hear people, numbers. Give me they, numbers. That's why Ben Shapiro is doing so well. Well, no, there's, give me numbers. There's, there's so few people that actually want the numbers and want to go by statistics on on a large scale because most people just suffer from confirmation bias. Where what they what they want is they want something that supports their current opinion, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to find. Because uh, something that I like to do is I like to find dissenting opinions. Like I I prefer talking to people that disagree with me mm-hmm. as long as I know that they're the type of person that can have a, a cordial disagreement and be like, hey, look, these are my ideas. This is why I feel the way that you do. And if you disagree with me, I'm not going to fly off the fucking handle and be an asshole about it. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to what you have to say and like, hey, maybe we can meet somewhere in the middle and actually come up with some good fucking ideas because it doesn't matter what end of the spectrum you're on yeah. politically. Autistically, it does matter a, a little bit, but politically, it doesn't matter what end of the spectrum you're on. There are are shared ideals between everyone if you can get past the whole idea of being on a team because that goes back to tribalism, which yeah. is what, yeah. what humans it, have been struggling with for 200,000 years. It's that point. weird crossroads that you'll eventually find middle ground with people because it's like, do you like to eat? So Fuck, do I. Yeah, me too. Do you like to go to the store and just buy food? Fuck yeah, me too. What if that's not a thing that you can do with the amount of ease that you're used to? People would be like, well, I don't like that at all. That, that's no good. <laughs> so, uh, Yet people still live in San Francisco. If, come if, on, people. Come on, get the fuck out of there. No, get out of they, are, they are it leaving in droves. California has a net loss to Texas. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. So um, getting back to the episode, in uh, May 15, 2018, the WEF partnered with John Hopkins University to do a mock pandemic exercise. So this is like before the pandemic started anywhere on the planet. Um, this exercise was called Clade X. In the simulation, the uh, hypothetical uh, pandemic resulted in 900 million sim- simulated deaths. The exercise was invitational only and nearly 150 people attended. The goal of Clade X was were laid out at a at a center for healthsecurity.org. So some of the things they wanted to cover, it was six parts that I wrote down because I don't want to go through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> number one, develop capabilities to produce new vaccines and drugs for novel pathogens within months, not years. Two, pioneer... Yeah, exactly. Two, pioneer a strong and sustainable global health security system, uh, the globalist. Three... Build a robust, highly capable national public health system that can manage challenges of a pandemic response. Four, develop a national plan to effectively harness all U.S. healthcare assets in catastrophic pandemic. Five, implement an, a, an international strategy for addressing research that increase pandemic risks. Six, ensure the national security community as well as uh, prepared to prevent, detect, and respond to infectious disease emergencies now the only way that's ever going to fucking happen ever any of that shit is you're going to have to find someone with a lot of money to privatize health care on a level that we've never seen before yeah it, you're, gonna, you're gonna need the black water of nurses yeah it, it's 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 nationalized health care but on a global level yeah because you're going to have deficiencies mm-hmm. in like like uh, nursing homes in fucking uh, New York, mm-hmm. shit like that, where it's like there's a there's there's an increased spike in your uh, your you don't have the manpower. Yeah, 
and you're gonna have to bring in fucking medical staff from other which happens by the way Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Like traveling nurses is a fucking thing. Oh yeah, and yeah. Suspect, My brother-in-law is a. Is, I suspect it. that people like this started that type of thing because my mom, who's old as fuck, she's sixty-seven. It's like she's been working the same fucking hospital since she was a teenager. This idea of like, like you can just be a nurse fucking anywhere. Yeah, this is it's 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 like being a tech worker where it's just like, well, I work from home so I can go to Bali and still fulfill all the required shit I need to do for Facebook. It, it, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't need to live in Silicon Valley. And why the fuck would you? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then now they're trying to do a fucking health care. But the problem with health care is that you have to go through this weird bu- um, bureaucracy, which my mother has also had to deal with, because as the time goes on, you go from a small fucking hospital, privately owned. And then it gets bought by a bigger company. And time goes on, you get bought by a fucking bigger company. Now they have quotas. Yeah. Whether if your fucking child comes in with an asthma attack or some fucking tweaker comes in with a gunshot wound in their fucking chest, you have a precise amount of time. You need to check them in, get them fucking set up and fucking in a room. And if you don't meet that fucking NASCAR level fucking pit crew time frame, you get fucking yelled at by some 24 year old yeah. that's been indoctrinated with this shit. Yeah. It, so it, good luck going to a fucking hospital in 20 years when you have your socialized health care. Good luck. Good fucking luck. It's not good. And then the thing that made me not want to get that vaccine was. Uh, a relative of mine, and, and, and I'm going to talk about this real fast. Demonetized, great. Now so, we're only on Rumble. <laughs> which has like 20 people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the Daily thing about Stormer. the vaccine. The <laughs> Daily Stormer, uh, hashtag Skeleton Factory. So the, these people, the, these the nurses. cast and crew of, of Ladder with Crowder. I've talked to a lot of these nurses in, in New York, like the whole New York State. Not all of them, but I've talked to a lot of them. And a lot of them deal have dealt with the COVID nineteen people that they've treated, and that have that have, have had the vaccine, and they won't get it. That's the thing. I was like, wait, why don't you guys want to get it? Because they fucking see all the shit that's happening that they're not supposed to. You're one hundred percent right, dude. My yeah. mom's sixty seven, mm-hmm. and she's like, I feel like she wants to lean moderate, but it's like not not probably going to happen unless some she has. Some sort of uh, um, she has some sort of epiphany of some kind, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's one of those things where she's like, and then she, oh, this is very something very specific. She told me because she works in the hospitals broken in in half. Basically, mm-hmm. there's the part of the hospital that's specifically COVID patients. And everything's bottlenecked. No one goes in. No one goes out. There's one way in, one way out. And you need to go through a fucking battery of tests to get into that area. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, that's where she works. The rest of the hospital is fucking drug overdoses, fucking random shit. I need to get my appendix removed. That It's everything else. And what she told me, she's like, everyone who works in my department, and she's like the NHIC of that area. Uh, that H- department HNIC <laughs> was that an actual acronym for a, it's, it's head, a that is a uh, that's a hospital head. term my mother okay, told I'm, me I don't I'm know what sorry, it means that. but <laughs> I'm not in the medical field but she's just like 
the whole time this has been going on later on. (laughs) Yeah. The whole time this has been going on. She's like, no one in my department has ever gotten COVID. Yeah. And we're surround. We're only surrounded by COVID patients. Interesting. And she's just like, and I can, there was like a pause on the phone where I was like, I can hear her kind of like trying to like sort it out in her brain. I'm (laughs) like, I and I'm, I almost want to push her. I'm like, yes. And what then? is the and then what is the thought, mother? It's one of those things where it's like, maybe you were told one thing because mm-hmm. you do the job you're supposed to do. Yeah. But also maybe something else is happening, and maybe you haven't questioned it until now. Yeah. Because you can see what is happening in front of you, and. I don't know. You know maybe I, I by, by that, the time she's 70, she'll... That loops back around to what we were talking about at the, the top of the episode with the, the DHS announcement about the, the new terrorism guidelines. It's the dissenting opinions that are actually going to make any change. The people that are all following the exact same narrative aren't going to do anything. The people that are... we it, it, is a, it is an integral part of any free society that we need to have people constantly questioning whatever the mainstream narrative is. It, as ridiculous as it seems, yeah. you need people that are constantly saying like, wait, is this actually true? Because if you don't have anybody doing that, then it's just going to be the the people at the top that are controlling mm, that's, the entire story. See, yeah. that's what the tech the, the tech companies are doing. They're, they're trying to get the, rid of nuance. Yeah, and it's extremely All, dangerous. Yeah. And, that, and that, that really springs and really like makes a, a bright shining light when it comes to things like, excuse me, that was a bad time for that. <laughs> things like things like comedy, like people who are going to question things and then frame it in a comedic context, who kind of throw an idea out there where you're like, you know what, that, that I never really thought about it that way until mm-hmm. somebody put it in a relatable way. Because mm-hmm. someone standing behind a podium pounding their fist, you're like, Kind of, you kind of already are checked out by the time. Yeah, you see that. I don't want people yeah. to preach at me. That, that but not... but somebody you smile at, you're like, I like this guy. Yeah. But then he says somewhere, you're like, What's up with that? Yeah. Like, you should follow up with those those things. Yeah. that's and, why gestures were part of royal courts for so yeah. long. Is because it was actually an important part of the entire leadership process. It's so it's, it's kind of like a check yeah. check and to balance form. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. that's exactly the original job. Like what comedians are now developed from old school court jesters and the old school court jesters were there to keep the kings in check. Yeah, and the and the jesters that fucking bow down to everything that happened uh, that are and then they're derelict of their duties. They're derelict of their fucking duties. And unfortunately that's a big part of mainstream when people are like, I don't want to watch the news. I want to watch something fun and exciting. Like, yeah. And and funny. Like like Seth Meyers or Stephen <laughs> Fuck Colbert with no. his crooked ears. They're fucking that's those propaganda. people or the new daily show with Trevor Noah, which Ugh. is shit. So bad. I need to remind people. Like, look, I I can feel people. I don't know if any fucking left wing people listen to the show, but Probably let me not. let me let me let me fucking like look up something. And this wasn't that fucking long ago. John Stewart. I know, like John Stewart is like the the midpoint, but that dude is fucking liberal and he can yeah. defend all of his shit yeah and he's fucking actually funny yeah i've got a lot of respect for him. but then I he looks at res- the camera like that dude and no one <laughs> remembers this from the office yeah. that dude had yeah. not one but two 
comedic but pretty serious debates on a stage on Comedy Central with Bill O'Reilly when Bill O'Reilly was Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. The two of them would go on each other's shows, have a spirited fucking debate. And I mean, like, Bill O'Reilly versus Jon Stewart level debate. Mm Mm-hmm. And but they would have fucking a Comedy Central special where the two of them would have an actual real debate about ideas, but the two of them didn't want to shit on the other guy so fucking hard and were like like Yeah. I wanna say my shit, but I'll fucking throw I'll I know how to layer in a little bit of humor just to fucking simmer the crowd down and shit. No one remembers that. No one fucking points to that and be like, this is a beautiful moment in time or two. Mm-hmm divisive yes. sides got together and did a thing for people to look at yeah not as like a comedy gag but as a thing where people looked at and were like this could be you with your fucking you know korean fucking war veteran uncle that hates rachel maddow and it's yeah, like it's it's something you can like this is an idea you can absorb and it's not going to cause a bunch of pain. It's just like traveling into a different world. Because being a liberal back then, it was totally different than it is right now. Because they were well, like, yeah, the, it, the center point has yeah. When you has think about it, shifted. the people I think the people on the right that's more of the counterculture now. Like yeah, which is fucking insane. It's are, weird. You're telling me the the conservative Christians are they're the are counterculture the and, they, of, and they're they're of, more of accepting. The they're way more accepting than the people and on the And that left. doesn't fucking surprise me. Yeah. It's just like, if you look at the other side, it's like, like, okay, we didn't get the fucking Pentagon to fucking levitate. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone know about that? Am I yeah. the only one who knows about no. it? Hello, <laughs> someone help me here. Yeah, it's like... They actually had to get clearance from the Pentagon, but they could only do it six inches. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't know about this. There was actually a... Bunch a, of hippies want to make the goddamn fucking... Tell them, Coop, with your I don't voice even know and your this. mustache. Uh, a, whole, <laughs> a whole shitload of hippies wanted to make the Pentagon levitate by creating a, a big crowd of people that were all thinking positive thoughts to, to literally levitate the Pentagon off the ground. And they lobbied the Pentagon for permission, and the Pentagon gave them permission, but said that it had to be limited to only six inches. Did they do it? No. Uh, do you do you recall hearing about the time that the entire Pentagon lifted off? Yeah. The I don't know. There's, I've, Was I've David risen. Copperfield there? <laughs> That's what's uh, genius about David Copperfield. Not political. So yeah. he's just like, you want to see me fly? <laughs> so in I'll show uh, you how to in fly October, and I'm gonna fuck my assistant. I'll fuck Christy Brinkley. That's my <laughs> wife. That's how I roll. In October 29th, 2019, Anthony Fauci and Peter Daszak and other HHS officials had an interview on C-SPAN where they were talking about moving on from egg-based vaccines to the mRNA vaccine. They want to create a universal influenza vaccine that everyone on the planet would take. So in, in this, this same interview, they predicted an outbreak in China, which, to be fair, happens all the fucking time. They always have pandemics. That's another thing. Numbers. They got a lot of numbers. They got billions of people there. Yeah, they got they... way more numbers, so it's not weird. I'm sure someone out there would be like, you know how racist you sound insinuating that China has more influenza influenza outbreaks? Read the numbers. Whoa. You're telling me that, that some place has like that has like ten times more people or, are more sick than us? That sorry, is they're, they're dirty people, is what they are. Oh my no. god. Oh sorry, sorry. If, I didn't mean if that. If this was Iconoblast podcast podcast, we would say drink. Oh, oh we drink. We we, we follow those rules too. Let me make you a Jack and Coke. Um oh yeah. Top me off. So um 
they also talk about blowing up the system in that same. It's a C-SPAN interview. You can actually look it up. I um, okay. By the way, I love C-SPAN because it's so awkward boring. and weird and yeah. boring. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you get you get fucking gold. <clears throat> like, look, if you're into a book that was written pre two thousand, like. Just look up the name of the author and then put C-SPAN. There's a good chance that they did a book reading on C-SPAN. What? On like, and, and it's the, the most whole book. awkward fucking thing you've ever seen in your entire fucking life. On C-SPAN? Fucking yeah. C-SPAN was thin on fucking like content. We need content, <laughs> guys. They're like we need a 911, please. <laughs> yeah. No, they just Y2K need. Y2K is they not just need selling. To, they need to put Zucker in charge, and he's going to turn C-SPAN into the new MTV. Oh yeah. So it it That'd takes. So uh, regarding oh, the vaccine, real world C-SPAN that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> Everyone's just quietly reading books. <laughs> yeah. And then they randomly get in fights and fuck each other. Yeah. So get the sexual frustration. So <laughs> just like, <laughs> Great new deal. <laughs> and then they fucking. <laughs> if anybody who's just listening to the audio, that is yet another reason to tune into either the YouTube channel or the Rumble channel for Con Men Podcast. Which is which is growing pretty well. I'm like we we've uh yes. Give me a little give, little, give me a little little, little 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 shot in there. A little Jack and Coke, bro. Yeah. Come on, you, uh, you want to do some plugs, and I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I have, uh, let I have me. Yeah, run right to the bathroom. I'm going to read this part. Oh, let me get a little soda in there. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, um, regarding vaccines, it takes around 10 years for these vaccines to be approved for use. With an, an infectious disease outbreak during the COVID-19, governments around the world were, were able to give themselves ultimate power by util, utilizing emergency powers in order to use these experimental, experimental mRNA vaccines. Now, let me ask you something because this is really interesting. Uh, like... Um I know a few people who are very left-minded type of people, but they were also on this like hippy dippy like trip about not vaccinating their kids. Yeah. Now, I could reach out to these people because I fucking don't live in California anymore, but maybe just reach out to them because I like, and they, I mean, they follow the whole fucking thing. They're like, my kids, they don't have, they're not assigned a gender. Yada yada yada. Yeah, but their their name is. But I'm like my daughter's name Travel and my son's name at Beachfront. His name is Earth. (laughs) Yeah, or that's my son. His name is Wheat. Yeah, Wheat. He hasn't decided what his gender is yet. But it's one of those things where they're just like, I'm not. I don't want to get my kids vaccinated. And then like Trump administration happens, and then Biden administration happens, and and I'm and I I want to reach out to these people. But I feel like they're already kind of pulled away from me because me being who I am living in the barrier for 20 years is like a nightmare. Yeah. For everyone who has ever came into contact with me in California. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just want to, re- you know what? Maybe I'll reach out and just be like, yo, um, Brittany. <laughs> Say her name. Yeah. Yo, yo Brittany. Um, did you, did your kids get the COVID vaccine? Yeah. I just want to know because I don't care. They're not my kids. Yeah, she has. Her kids are cool as fuck, by the way. But like, she gets a rock and a hard place situation where it's like, I don't vaccinate my kids, and then Project Fucking Warp Speed happens. Yeah. Now getting vaccinated is like this contentious fucking thing where it's like, do you double down 
and be like, I don't fucking vaccinate my kid. Or like, well, of course I vaccinate my it's, children. Yeah, yeah. For I, COVID. I, I know exactly what you mean. It's yeah. just like, it's com- it's completely because the anti-vaxxer movement was hard left stuff. And then all of a sudden. And my, it's not even anything that's new. Yeah. I don't know. What, I don't understand all the fucking hype that's behind it. Anti-vaxxer. It's not like people are like, uh, we need all white baseball. You know, it's, no. it's, it, you know what I mean? It's not. We did that once, and all the chubby white guys got the shit beaten out of them by the by the actual athletes that came into the game. Jackie Robinson just smoked everyone. Like, fuck. So what's up, Coop? Not much. I I was just uh, actually while I was taking a piss, I was thinking about the whole uh, what I was saying earlier about the importance of comedy and like the historical importance while of, staring at your of, dick. Uh, well, yeah, because it always makes me laugh when I see it. My <laughs> girlfriend does the same thing, which makes me feel bad, but whatever. I have to live with it. Um, but I was thinking about the the historic importance of comedy and, like, really where it originated from. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that if if you're a comedian that's doing any sort of comedy that isn't running the risk of offending somebody, yeah, then you are an absolute waste of time and space. Absolutely. You, you are completely a waste of time and space. And you're also going against the entire, like the entire hundreds and hundreds of years you're, long. Uh, you're also cheating people out of their money who paid to see you. We, you and I went and saw a uh, comedy show recently. Yeah. And who was the best guy? The one guy from Canada who was making fucking. Oh, what's his name? Ben something. I, I would love to give him a shout out if I can remember. I follow him on Instagram now. He is fucking hilarious. That guy was making Jew jokes. He's like, I mean, he made like five minutes of Jew jokes and waited until the room got a, just a little too uncomfortable. And he's like, I'm fucking Jewish, by the way. So. Your um, uncomfortableness doesn't fucking. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, and then everyone was everyone. You felt the room just take like a. Oh, okay. For the he, people who he cared, can say that because but, I mean, we saw what was, like there was like eight com- comics yeah, I, that I think night. There must have been like eight comics. Eight maybe like it was a lot of comics, and that guy crushed it. Oh yeah. hell yeah! Where did you guys see him at? Uh, it was a Creek and Cave. I, I love Creek and the Cave. And he that's leaned a great, into that's it a great hard. Spot. He leaned into making people uncomfortable. Yes. But he is like, right as people are starting to get uncomfortable, he knew that he pull had to back. fucking land, land a joke. You pull him back. It wasn't even pulling back. He's just like, just ride. No, he pulls on. the crowd back. He's like, that'd be know, like if that's someone a, grabbed that's onto your chair and started pulling you back. And right before you hit the floor, you look up and it's fucking. And, uh, and they give you a soft kiss on the forehead. <laughs> soft kiss on the forehead. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson telling Dwayne you. Dwayne the Rock Johnson and George Carlin oh, back from the grave. <laughs> and he's like, got you, bitch. So Peter Daszak said on a podcast called This Week in Virology that he went into caves in southern China and was digging into the walls and studied bats and said that he was able to find over 100 different types of coronavirus. Daszak is known as a virus hunter. And his task is to prevent major pandemics by studying these viruses, specifically the coronavirus, which he failed miserably. That's true. <laughs> also, everyone, everyone's moving to Austin, and Austin has bats, just so, so you all know. Used to have a much larger bat population until this. Go, go. go. Oh, that was, that was okay. Uh, it's not your best. It's not your best. Work. It's not my best. Cut that out. So, <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch uh, the Chip Chipperson? Oh, no. Remember Chip Chipperson? 
that I do uh, remember Chip. I uh, watched. You the, ever listen to his podcast? Well, I don't know if it's still on. I now. don't watch Chip Chipperson. I do watch the uh, Jim and Sam show on the regular. But he used to do that when they go live. You go cut that part out. <laughs> that oh. part la- makes you laugh every time. <laughs> cut that out. Parts are funny. Yeah. Robin Williams, when he was on Inside the Actors Studio, was uh, he was asked like what what sound makes you most like what most happy, and he went. <laughs> yeah, and fart the whole, jokes, and it just it just like every the whole audience just laughs. It's no just joke, like, yeah. fart jokes. Fart jokes will always are, be good. Well, fart jokes are literally the oldest recorded joke in history. The ancient Mesopotamians, yeah. which is the the oldest recorded joke in history. The Mesopotamians were around thousands and thousands of years ago. They had a fart joke that went something along the lines of, "What has never happened since time immemorial? A young bride sat in her husband's lap and didn't fart." Like wow. the the oldest recorded joke in history is a fart joke. They're that's, never going to stop being funny. It, it's it's fart jokes and dick jokes. Like if you go, whenever I worked in restaurants, we used to have uh, Guatemalan uh, like dishwashers and prep cooks. And oh, if, if you if you pretended that something was your dick, they would lose their fucking mind. <laughs> they thought it was so funny. Uh, for a second, I think like we had a lot of Mesopotamian fucking dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> they looked great. For but it's age. true. It, it, it's true. It, like. A fart is, it's apolitical. Yeah. <laughs> it's timeless. It really is. It really is. So so back to uh, to Peter it's Daszak. It's a great unifier. It's, it's not uh, crazy to think that maybe the coronavirus guy helped release a coronavirus on the world. I mean, there isn't a more qualified guy on the planet. He, they, remember when the whole um, uh, lab leak theory came out? And they're like, there is this thing where they're like, we asked Peter Daszak, and he's he, and he debunks it. They're like, oh yeah, the guy that found the coronavirus and probably brought it here. It, the, I investigated myself, and one of the guys who would probably get punished the most should it be traced back to him. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to deny it. Yeah. So uh, to get back to Anthony Fauci, if his job is to increase the health of the country, then he's really fucking bad at it. There's a lot of evidence I don't know. that he did pretty well during the AIDS epidemic. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like uh, you know you know if you look at someone with AIDS, you get AIDS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you touch a cereal box that that somebody with AIDS touched, yeah. your kids are going to get too. Michael Jackson's what, thriller. <laughs> that's basically what happened during the whole coronavirus pandemic was they shut down fucking parks like if you went out for a run, you you know those areas where you can like go and work out like you do like dips. Yeah, they shut gyms. those down. And they were, they were like, oh, because of the coronavirus pandemic, Bro, they had that you shit can't in touch metal. San Francisco. That's insane. It, it, it's literally like dip bar. There's one place, it's like 11th and Market Street. It's in San Francisco. And it's literally two bl- regular blue mailboxes mm-hmm. next to each other. And they're separated by about this far apart. Dudes who've been to prison and love still fucking smoking crack, you comp on 11th Street, and you know what you do between Write this those down guys. If you you want. know what you do between those two mailboxes, <laughs> you do dips. Ah, oh, I thought I was going somewhere else. <laughs> I it was too, but it's not a truck stop. So I okay. I, I used to see this one dude who would go there. He put on the gardening gloves and he would fucking like get up on between these two fucking, and that motherfucker would knock out like 30, 40 dips. 
Yeah. You do fucking 30, 40 dips and tell me how fucking easy it is. Dips are hard. That and he died of AIDS. Are fucking rocking, <laughs> yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. You touch any surface in San Francisco, you you're going to get AIDS. <laughs> According to Dr. Anthony Fauci, which you were just talking about. Uh, so there's a lot of evidence that health of children has drastically declined during the Fauci reign. Fauci is a physician scientist and immunologist serving as a director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, then NIAID, and the chief medical advisor to the president. He has held this position with the United States government since 1984. HMIC. Yes. Unelected official, by the way. Uh, Unelected. So um, I don't know how you guys feel about Robert F. Kennedy, but he wrote a fucking great book, which I've, I've been reading. What, was he the Kennedy that that killed the lady in a car crash? No, no, no. He cheated he's, on his wife. He's the guy with a stupid voice. I'm a big so Sir Han fan. So <laughs> tell me where I am in this timeline. So Robert F. Kennedy is is a nephew. I think. I think he's the nephew of uh, JFK. He's not his kid. He's his nephew. Is he J- one of the Kennedys R- that, is, that killed a woman, or is he? No, one he didn't kill. Kennedy? Are you That's, talking about RFK okay. Jr. or RFK Jr. Junior. So he's the one. He's uh, He wrote the book, The Real Anthony Fauci. Okay. Okay. So he calls Fauci the J. Edgar Hoover of public health. Fauci's a cross-dresser? <laughs> no, but... Uh, oh, you, my you God! Know, you know who is? Is uh, is Klaus Schwab. Oh, okay. Look it up. He's Show a cross-dresser. Post Malone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop covering Nirvana songs. Gross. And thinking Stop. it's cool. Look, Stop popularizing. You know how many fucking Nirvana cover style. bands I've seen in my life? You're Too many. Pacific Northwest, so yeah, that's that's a spot. P- fucking Post Malone covers a fucking Nirvana song, and people are like in a dress, and people think it's amazing. It's not amazing. Stop. Just stop, stop with. Stop. <laughs> I recall seeing Kurt Cobain in a dress long before Post Malone. Yeah, and don't cover fucking Sturgill Simpson either. Yeah. <laughs> So, so prior to Anthony Fauci coming into office in 1984, which he calls the Fauci generation. You're the Terminator. That's when that came out. <laughs> Did it come that out in 84? Yes, the sir. first one? That was the year I was born. Whoa. You're born in Great movie. That's cool. June 21st, 1984. I mean, it sounds cool to Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I know. Blade Runner and The Thing came out in 82. 82 was obviously the best year. The Thing, Out, is, outside the of thing is about Antarctica. So uh, we talked about that on Operation High Jump. So. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think. The bird expedition. Yeah. Guar? Guar? <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Guar. We like Guar. They, they, they used to do a lot of shows in Austin. Yeah, yeah they used to have a, they, they, they had this VHS called oh, yeah, Life in Antarctica. Eddie Brock died. Mm. R.I.P. Eddie Brock. He yeah. Had a, he had a fucking Viking funeral. That was my idea. Great But idea. he died no first. No shit, did he? It's a, yeah. Fuck, I love it. In Brock. Virginia. In Virginia, he the, fu- they, they, they put his body on a fucking raft and they pushed it into a fucking lake and lit it on Sean, fire. Sean, I, I, I apologize because a guar tangent is is not necessarily a conspiracy. No, keep going. You, you asked but, a bunch of retards to be on your fucking show. <laughs> I'm this, sorry, Sean. Really, the blood is on your hands. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, the, He's like, what's the, happening? The greatest interview that I have ever seen with a musician was an interview with Eddie Brock that you showed me where the way that the interview starts is it's in this like panel van and all of a sudden Eddie Brock just comes running out of this random house carrying this old school like like tube television 
opens the back door, throws the TV in, and jumps in, and sits down, and closes the door. He's like, all right, go. <laughs> and then the interview starts. It is fucking brilliant. I, if, I wonder if I could throw that on the video. Well, by the way... Uh, I might uh, throw that in the beginning of the episode. If, if you can find it, I would be so happy to see it again. I, I might throw it because it's the greatest I, I, musician I th- interview ever ever conducted. I'm thinking... Because I've been putting in uh, little videos. Yeah. Well, in the last episode, I, I put um, the Klaus Schwab interview where mm-hmm. he's talking about... Uh, just how they're taking, like how they talk to Justin Trudeau, how the, how he's a, a good a good leader, and he's doing how, great. Yeah, and oh, how yeah, yeah he, he was talking about how <laughs> they infiltrate different governments by talking to David Gergen, like we were talking about. But I I threw in in uh, the Great Reset Part One. I that's going to be in the beginning of the episode, which will be out in a, f- in a few weeks on YouTube. Yeah. But um, I, I I thought that was kind of interesting to have. What, but, uh, real quick. Dave Brocky is the singer of Guar. You God said Eddie it. Brock. Fuck. That's Venom. God damn it. So I don't want anyone thinking that Venom okay. like jumped into a van with the TV and he's like, okay. go, uh, go, go. So, so Sean, you know, you know how we were talking about uh, cutting things out of the out of the episode? Yeah. I need you really to cut that out I so I don't look like a fucking asshole. Eddie Brock, I was like, Dave Brocky. God damn it. It's uh, Dave okay, Brocky. okay. I will. I don't know if you remember that. Well, okay. So here, I'm going to I'm gonna give you a, a clean soundbite of me saying Dave Brocky and Maybe just suit. Go. Fair enough. Wait, go. Dave Brocky. There you go. Dave Brocky. <laughs> make, <laughs> make it sound as stupid as possible so people know that I'm an asshole. And if we ever, if yeah. somehow we all. Tell the story. Up... Wait, wait, let him tell the story. Okay, so, uh, yeah, the, well, no, I'm already going to ruin it. So, yeah, anyway, uh, anybody who's listening to the show now, when, when you hear this strange superimposed <laughs> sound clip of me saying Dave Brocky. Uh, I actually said Eddie Brock, which Adam pointed out to me is is actually Venom, not the lead singer of Guar, <laughs> and not the metal I, band. <laughs> and not the metal. It has metal nothing Venom. to do with music at all. Not "Don't Burn the Witch Venom." <laughs> Go ahead. If if I'm going to be an asshole, I need to own it. Did you still want to tell the story, or you just? Uh, well, I told you're, the story. You're once. not an asshole. That's fine. Okay, so let's move on. So uh, prior to the Fauci generation, which RFK calls it, America was the healthiest country on the planet. Now it is the sickest generation in American history. Under Fauci's leadership, autoimmune diseases, chronic illnesses have mushroomed and afflicted 54% of children, up from 12.8% from when he took over as the NIAID in 1984. MHIC. He <laughs> he offered no explanation as to why al- um, allergic diseases like um, asthma, uh, eczema, food allergies, allergic rhinitis, and anaphylaxis suddenly exploded in 1989. Five years after he came to power, as of 2021, the Commonwealth Fund ranked America's health system dead last among um, industrialized nations with the highest infant mortality and lowest life expectancy. Following World War II, life expectancy in the U.S. climbed for five decades, and IQ also grew steadily. He totally botched the AIDS pen- epidemic. Leading gay rights act- uh, activist Larry Kramer attacked Fauci relentlessly in the media. He called him an, inc- uh, an inc- incompetent idiot 
and a pill-pushing tool of the medical establishment. Well, at least Kramer didn't use the N-word again. (laughs) (laughs) Fauci recommended closure of the the country, creating the largest transfer of wealth in human history. I I will say uh, increase of, and I'm not defending Anthony Fauci, but I will say that like an increase of human population is Mm. solely based on how much people fuck. People fuck in the vagina and 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 and, and do the thing. You, that makes me feel like God when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. But no, it's one of those things where I think that like it's really fossil fuels that mm-hmm. have, are responsible for the fucking increase of. I'm a big Michael Rupert fan, mm-hmm. and and to me, fucking it's it's a thing where fossil fuels. That's the reason why fucking populations grow and so, why they decline it, it, it there's nothing there's 10 calories of fossil fuel in every calorie of food that you eat mm-hmm. so it's like really it's like have you been to a hospital how much shit that involves you being fucking taken care of is plastic that's oil yeah but just, yeah. just and, and and you know if there's less of that there's less people fucking there's most people less people having kids and there's less people being cared for in facilities that would keep them alive when they otherwise wouldn't be so that's that's so, where I'm coming from. So I saw this video online not too long ago, and there was it was this, it was Rick Astley. <laughs> it was around that time. It, it, it was, was Rick a cat Astley. playing with a ball of fucking twine. All of a sudden, Rick so Astley. There's there's a video of this guy. He was he he po- he posted his he video. He sat down on a glass mason jar and it broke in his head. <laughs> 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 fucking bled to death. <laughs> Why did you do that? I'm sorry. I Why did you do that? Why did you have to call that back? <laughs> what are you what doing? A bad, what a bad decision. I'm, one I'm, guy, one just, jar? Just put that jar in your ass and just oh, fucking blow up in his bow. Oh, no. I'm Not sorry. The- <laughs> Sean, I honestly if you made a fucking Pan Olympics joke, I would shit my pants right now. <laughs> no, that's, that's hilarious. Yes. Sorry, I, I'm trying so hard to help you keep shit on topic right now. <laughs> no, Somebody decided to give me all this hard AF seltzer. Hard AF seltzer. And, and uh, uh, some Jack and Diet Coke. Delicious. And Jack and Coke. This is the perfect combination because I feel good right now. Oh, so You're do doing I. You're doing great. I'm doing great. It, like gotta, last week, I was slurring. We're, we're about You're fucking out. like knocking shit out yeah. today. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We're doing it. So last, uh, so what I was saying was there was this guy who posted a video of um, at his high school. And this was like in 1982. So he was able to uh, digit- digitize it and he put it online. And he was just like, look at, look at everyone in this video. No one's fat. Go to a high school right now. Everyone's fucking fat. Everyone has some kind of sickness to it. And when you go outside... Everyone's fat. Everyone's sick. Everyone has some kind of like mental illness. Mm-hmm. I know we're talking about it more, like mental illness, but it's more prevalent now. People are more <coughs> fucked up now, and it yeah. might be all the fucking food we're eating right now is not good for you. Like when you look at it, like you're you're eating these vegetables. Mm-hmm. The vegetables don't have as much. Um, they don't have as much nutrients in them. It's just like eating water. I think that there's three uh, three pretty important points to make about that. Number one, if you go back to 1989, you don't have internet porn, uh, internet porn or mm-hmm. Fortnite or Netflix. Go and take it. Like there's, go there's, and take it. There's much, much less 
easy access to entertainment. There, people are going to be spending a lot more time outside being more active. I mean, even when I was a kid back in the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. I spent much more time outside. If I look at how my niece and nephew are now, yeah. which both of them are under the age of nine years old, they spend the vast majority of their time inside mm-hmm. using that, uh, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like and, the people who wear the thing around the wrist that counts your fucking steps, which is dumb. Yes, yeah, and and fucking well, it's just stupid. a digital guilt now, trip. Now uh, imagine like it's like if you wanted to see a movie, you had to walk your ass to the movie theater. Now that counts for some sort of caloric decrease in your consumption on the regular. Yeah. Also, if- also, there was no double downs back then. <laughs> Delicious. So, so uh, the whole process of furthering the Great Reset agenda is to infiltrate governments, like we were talking about last week. Anthony Fauci and other health administrators who are not elected officials, like you said, can help further their plans. So, we let's talk about the the tech companies, Bill Gates and BlackRock, uh, which will be fuck. more. Oh, this 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 will, this, terri- this is terrible. This episode is going to be three hours. I used long. to go to a gym that was next to fucking BlackRock, and in, in like if you ever walked past BlackRock, it that building looks way too fucking sure of itself. And, <laughs> and you got to make sure you're wearing the right colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you walk by and you're just like, but they the crypts of the blades. <laughs> so. By shutting down the country, destroying the middle class, and creating the greatest transfer of wealth to tech companies. I want to emphasize that because that's one of the craziest things. Transfer of wealth from the poor to the rich should be a reason for a revolution. So, like we were saying in the beginning of the episode, if you need to do violence, do it. Historically speaking, that has been a very large influencer of, of revolutions. So it has it has made these companies as powerful as they've ever been. It's literally Mussolini like fascism, the merger of corporations in the state. Okay, I'll also I'll, about something. Okay, look. Am I the only one that's heard about I don't know if it was Facebook or fucking Instagram, but somebody there's a page dedicated to tracking fucking Elon Musk fucking airplane. No, no. I don't know about this. What is this? There there it's literally like his fucking plane, wherever it goes. Someone's tracking it, and fucking Elon Musk like reached out to some fucking kid who's like some hacker kid. He's like, "I'll pay you fucking like five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars, whatever the fuck it was, to fucking like <laughs> whatever get the, he like out of his cut couch. these fuckers out of fucking tracking my fucking plane, sort of thing." And the kid was like, "I want fifty thousand dollars," and people were like, "Yes, Queen to that shit." I'm just like, <laughs> "He did it." <laughs> you're like, "Look, dumb kid, fucking, he's got a fuck." Elon Musk can probably fucking figure out how to fucking throw these assholes off his fucking scent. Give him a fucking give him a fucking Vio computer. He can fucking figure it out. <laughs> it's one of those things where he's just like, Listen, let me see if I can get a rando to do it. And this kid fucking pissed on his own shoes. But, <laughs> but th- that's the whole fucking thing. It's like, like we maybe we should like like look if you're gonna be that fucking powerful. I want to know where the fuck you are. Yeah. Maybe we should know where the fuck you're going. Where are you going? Yeah. Who are you talking to? He's the most powerful. He's, he's probably- look, if someone was like, look, you can be a fucking billionaire. You want to be a billionaire, Sean? You want to be a billionaire? No, I don't. You don't. How about a millionaire? Okay. 
Maybe you you don't go over ten million. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in you the middle go, on everything. You don't go over ten million. How about that? I'm okay with being a billionaire because I want to shit on prostitutes. Shut the fuck a, up. Yes. Cope. God damn sorry, it. What is sorry. the worst things? Sorry, I'll say. Actually, out of no, no. I'll no talk to you. So look, you get to be a billionaire, but like low ba- billionaire, you have maybe five billion at top. Top. Five billion. Oh, okay, I'll uh, I'll settle for that. But every time you travel, it's monitored. And on the internet, anyone who wants to know. Also, who the fuck wants to know? But whoever wants to know is going to know. Are you cool with that? You get to be a billionaire. I just want to be left the fuck alone. That's, That's my, not an option. Those are my politics. Is That's I'm not, not an a Democrat, option. not a Republican. You Leave get to alone. be a billionaire, but anytime you fucking travel away from your fucking house... Mm. There's the possibility of some asshole on fucking in, uh, social media. Oh, wait, shit. Who, that... who can fucking track where you went to and from. That is actually very easy for me because I hardly ever leave my house. Okay. Matt Cooper, American billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't leave the house. So, like we now, mentioned. if you have a problem with that, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you proved my point. So, like we mentioned last week, Larry Ellison from Oracle has teamed up with the CIA to develop to 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 develop a cloud-based system to track vaccine information. As people are being priced out of their homes during the pandemic, BlackRock is buying up all the real estate. BlackRock is an asset management uh, firm. Uh, by the way, BlackRock owns fucking everything. Also, yeah. if you rent in San Francisco. There's a good fucking reason, though, why you're not buying, and BlackRock is one of those fucking people. What, well, you that, know what's a fun uh, thing to do? Go online and look up a corporation. Look up and, David Ellison, just, bass player of Megadeth. It, yeah. So look up <laughs> look up anything that, that they're like, does BlackRock own this? It's a great drinking game. But like, all right, what well, about- it, It's a great we drinking We should do that right now. If you- All right. Look name, something up right now. So look- All right. And name, if, a, if, name a corporation- uh, Spotify. Caterpillar? Ooh, Caterpillar. What's Caterpillar? That's, that's a deep cut. I don't know. They make they make boots and they make fucking tractors. I don't know. I just threw something out there that just came to mind. It's a drinking game and I'm 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 a willing participant. Why are you looking that up? Skeleton Factory Podcast. We're we're episode twenty two. We're gonna do Ricky Casso. BlackRock owns Caterpillar. <laughs> no shit. No fucking way. No fucking way. Here you go. Hey, Zach Wilde. This one's for you. <laughs> so, all right. So to get into uh, the BlackRock, Time Warner, Comcast, Disney, and News Corp, four of the six media companies that control more than 90% of the U.S. media are owned by BlackRock. Spoiler alert. So is Spotify through Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Also, BlackRock owns Pfizer and Moderna. No fucking way. They own the banks. They own Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, etc. BlackRock oh, no, I, I can't. also owns. BlackRock I mean, I can, but I should. Also owns Bayer. No way, a Nazi company. <laughs> the company, the, the one brand you're told to <laughs> the, be like. Are you having a heart attack? Take this. Cyclone oh, B. And also, yeah, the the. the 
the specific pharmaceutical company that created Zyklon B, which, by the way, uh, we talked about that on the uh, Valentine's Day episode for Iconoblast. Oh, fuck. Oddly enough, because we had Jesse Weisman on the show, so obviously who, Nazis are going to uh, Jesse Weisman will be on the... She may be in the episode next week, so... She's not going to be on. She's, she's like, is that retard from Skeleton Factory going to be on there? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Nuprin, little yellow, different. So <laughs> and also death to Jews. So, so Bayer is a German multinational pharmaceutical and life that was scientist Bayer, company. Not me. Yeah. One of the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world. Also the largest producer of plant seeds, formerly Monsanto. Fuck me. As we mentioned last week, they developed Zyklon B, the product that they was used during the Holocaust to guess uh, for gas chambers when they they guess the Jews. I mean, according to you. Yeah. Well, in, in, in their defense, it wasn't just Jews. It was also homosexuals and gypsies. and else. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to take over the world. So. Yeah. Give, give this me. would be interesting. This would be interesting if this escalates over the next decade and God, hopefully, Chef Table re- re- remains on fucking Netflix. At some point, some crazy fucking chefs would be like, I don't, I don't, I don't have fucking Monsanto seed food in my restaurant. Yeah, and he looks at the camera, and Vivaldi starts playing. Then get all the shithead fucking cooks and fucking kitchens to fucking stop having Monsanto seeds in their fucking restaurant when they think they're well, not. The, it's the, crazy. It's it's just like the the Thirty Rock episode where he was. Where did you say Thirty? Yes. So 30 Rock. Um, <laughs> Shout out to 30 T- Rock, I guess. Tina Fey, she was like wearing these <laughs> pants. And she was like, oh, these are um, th- these are made from this oh, product. Her- and they're like, oh, that's um, Jack would come up pants. to her and be like, oh, this is, uh, the things you're wearing right now. You don't you don't from- trust a woman with a Tina Fey scar on her face, which it's I've dated that woman. Face. You know her. Tina Fey's hot. Tina Fey's hot. Like. Exactly, and she'll get you. She'll She's bend fine. you to her will if you allow her, Sean. Mm. Mm. Don't let this happen. It's hard for a woman to be funny, but she's fucking hilarious. It's easy for. Is women it getting to too be edgy? Is it getting the, too the answer is no. All, at all times. <laughs> Look, I have a day job, and my answer is no to everything they ever asked me to do. <laughs> so when I actually do do something, they're just like happy that I'm doing it. Yeah. The answer is no, especially if it's for a low. woman who has a scar on her face, who has a Joker scar on her mm. face. Who happened to fall through a sliding glass door when she was a, a <laughs> young child. What an idiot. Deep what a cut fucking right there. idiot. Who, after I got into a car accident with my British friend, after a Blood for Blood Dropkick Murphy show, left me. Which I still own a t-shirt from, hypothetically. That's, Really? Yeah, it's in my hypothetically it's in my drawer at home. She left she left me after I got fucking hit by a goddamn car. Never get hit by a car. Never get fucking in a never get Don't get, <laughs> Don't You get hit by a car? What a loser. I was sitting at a red light. Never get hit by a teenager with teenager insurance. Okay? Okay. <laughs> and have your neck fucked up. And have nightmares for the rest of your life, and your fucking British friend who's in a fucking faggy emo band. <laughs> he had his fucking, fucking knees smashed underneath my dashboard of my Saturn. country, too. 
again, this is a hypothetical situation. Hypothetically mm-hmm. speaking. Okay. Shout out to Blood for Blood, Dropkick Murphys. And Real Blood. Dougie <laughs> Boys. Listen to Real, uh, blo- Real Blood. Real that, Blood real that bl- is sponsoring yeah, Skeleton, Skeleton Factory. Skeleton Factory. And also probably this show, too, because we are having a hard time getting some uh, sponsors. Go figure. <laughs> you think no, you're not? I'm just kidding. Sponsored. No, we're not. Sponsored by Hard AF. Hard AF. So uh, now to get back. When the company was called Monsanto, they used an insecticide called the DDT. The, the insecticide was used during... Famous Egypt- wrestler. Well, it's a famous fin- uh, finishing move by Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. Also, it was used during Agent Orange. And this chemical was completely... It completely destroys your central nervous Blood system. Blood stains! Cheap thrills! <laughs> <laughs> anyone? Does anyone listen to fucking Agent Orange, the punk band? I'm sure they do. I'm listen sure they to Blood Stains. It's a really good punk song. It's worth me interrupting Sean on his own show. (laughs) 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 These guys are teaming up with Bill Gates to create a new green revolution. New world order. Bill Gates is the largest farm owner in North America. So basically, BlackRock controls your government, your media, and even your food. If they wanted to, they can literally kill you with chemicals in the food, and they can tell the media companies not to report on it. They can force you to take a pharmaceutical product... That they own and tell you it's safe, even yeah. though it did not go through the process. Yeah, yeah, other yeah. Vaccines you, did. you know what you're gonna have? You're gonna have American suicide bombers, mm-hmm. okay? And they're gonna be on the walls of every fucking bar, seventy five years now, like they're goddamn fucking IRA fucking <laughs> martyrs. <laughs> That's what's gonna fucking happen. Bill Gates, are you re- are you ready for that? Are you? Because you know what's you know who's ready for that? Fucking uh, whiskey makers. They don't give a fuck. They're gonna skate through all this shit. And because bars have to exist, right? And when you get fucking blown up by a guy named fucking some asshole who wants to fucking blow you up, Jim's and Whiskey and Powers Whiskey will join together to make sure that there's a bar sort of dedicated in your honor. You know, oddly enough, that's not the worst thing that a member of the Jameson family has done. Wait, wait, what what, what else have they done? I'm... Uh, the, the Jameson Cannibal. There was a, a literally the guy that created soup? Jameson 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 Chicken Irish whiskey soup. Uh, no, that was that was Andy Warhol. No, Cannibal, not Campbell. So, <laughs> so oh my god. So one of the heirs of the Jameson Irish whiskey family went to Africa and paid a cannibal tribe. Don't say Africa. The, <laughs> wait, do, we, do we have to drink for that? Is that is that racist? Just now? saying Africa. Sorry, Charlize Theron, but we have to do this. Monster. South Africa doesn't count. You talking about Monster the movie? Monster's oh, you mean fantastic! The movie. hottest that Charlize Theron has ever been. Oh, she was so hot on there. Fuck, that is. Totally I like. I like the casual thing where she's, she's hanging out with that dude, and she's like, you know, I could suck your dick right now, and he's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. That's my favorite part of Monster. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's he's like, let me suck your dick, and he's like, ah, you know, it's cool. You don't have to suck my dick. So, and he's so like, Monster, okay. she, she's a dude, right? I watched that movie. Like no, 10 she's, years. well, no, she it's about Eileen Warnos. Eileen Warnos. She's just an ugly woman, but she has a uh, great body, strong and and beautiful woman. Yes. Yeah. She's a PC principal from uh, PC principals. Uh, was it Strong Woman on South Park? <laughs> yeah. What you mean, the Macho Man Randy Savage lady? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I do that hand gesture. Yeah. Okay. So but one of the true funniest story. things South Park has ever done is just like 
him. Of course, the Randy Savage just beating the shit out of that woman. <laughs> It was just like R.I.P. Macho or, Man Randy Savage. This is such a funny scene. We so miss not, you, Macho Man. You're not talking about Fallon Fox right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, all I was saying is the one of the heirs of the Jameson fortune, one of the owners of Jameson Irish, Wish, Irish Whiskey, went to Africa and paid, I think it was two handkerchiefs to a cannibal tribe so he could watch them murder and mm-hmm. eat a a girl that that he purchased was he gonna what probably get fuck? murdered and eaten anyways is that well, i mean it was saying? gonna happen anyway did anyways, you do that Boss episode on that that was actually the very first video episode the very first episode of iconoblast that we did on tetherball academy media was called the whiskey cannibal dude that is so and, fucking dark and we talked about that story that's i think it's episode 13 you ever of the just, iconoblast podcast do you ever just watch um women getting eaten yeah fucking what, what was that movie um uh the one that, uh, um, not Quentin Tarantino. What's the other sick fuck that's with him? You like Abel Ferrara? Yeah. Well, what was that movie he did about going to Eastern Europe? Um, Hostel. Hostel. You ever think Hostel would like really happen in Mexico? I, I yes. think that Motherfucker, I was living has. in a hostel homeless when that yeah. shit came out. My mom fucking contacted me on my fucking like, pre-Obama phone was like, you still living in a hostel? I'm like, yes, mother. I just saw a documentary that had I very saw, I saw a trailer where they're fucking, they're, people are getting murdered in a hostel. I'm like, bitch, I don't live in fucking Eastern Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. in the fucking tenderloin. But yeah, people Wait, are getting murdered. But you remember the whole thing in uh, in in the whole, in the border town of, in, in Juarez, they had all those women that disappeared. I was like, why do wouldn't that be the perfect place for billionaires to go? You're like, I want to, mar- I want to fucking murder a Mexican. No, the Bay Area is a perfect place to go. No, but like, you can go or to Mexico, you can just get away with it. You just pay off the cops. You, can, you, it's harder to pay off cops in America compared to. You don't the have to States. pay off cops in the Bay Area. You can just do whatever you want. <laughs> because they'll look at a dead body and be like, "Well, that was she's suicide. dead." <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Throw her on the pile. <laughs> Throw it on the pile. <laughs> on the burn pile. <laughs> so if you look around at every mainstream role leader like President Biden, Justin Trudeau, Jacinda uh, Adern from New Zealand, you know, that talked really weird, uh, Boris Johnson from the UK, they all have been pushing this Build Back Better agenda. This is the way they're going to orchestrate the agenda. The original inception of break, uh, BBB, which is uh, Build Back Better, was by the United Nations in 2005. That was pushed by Bill Clinton. Yeah, I know you like talking about the Clintons. The no, core I don't because I don't want to be suicided. You know, back of the left ear. The core principle behind the left ear. The the core principle of this plan is generally understood to use this disaster as a trigger to create more resilient nations and societies than before. Right now, Build Back Better bill that was being pushed by President Biden is having trouble being passed in Congress because of our hero, Joe Manchin. So, this is... Why is his last name got to be Manchin? Why can't it be fucking, like, uh... Flophouse? Flophouse is good. Uh, Flophouse is good. Um, look. All this fucking shit, uh, like, Zbigniew Brzezinski, this motherfucker is next-level pre-Clinton fucking shit. Okay, he's the guy who was like, everything that's happening now is Z Big Brzezinski, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Because Brzezinski? 
Uh, she may be related to him. I didn't hear the first part you said. But she a porn star? Zbigniew Brzezinski. Zbigniew Brzezinski. He was, he worked for the Carter administration. He worked for the fucking Clintons. But he was one of those guys who geo strategy. Mm-hmm. That was his whole fucking deal. And everything that he he wrote this book called the the Grand Chessboard, mm-hmm. and the Grand Chessboard basically was pre nine eleven. And he's like the next great conflicts that are going to take place. This is nineteen ninety seven. In the Grand Chessboard, he said that fucking the great the 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 next big world conflicts are going to take place in Afghanistan. Iraq, the Middle East, essentially fucking everywhere. When we took out fucking uh, Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, fucking he was like, Gaddafi. that is the that is going to be the next big fucking thing. This is 1997. <laughs> this is pre fucking 2001. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is he. This is the guy who worked for the government who was just like, yeah, well, well, we have to take care of the, we have to sweep out these motherfuckers if we're going to have fucking global primacy. Of the world. Yeah. Otherwise, the fucking world is going to be shit. And fucking uh, Zbigniew Brzezinski is dead now, but basically he was the guy who fucking wrote the blueprint for this. And no, it's another, it's another one of those things where people don't fucking remember who the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. He was it, like people want to uh, attribute fucking blame to well-known people like the fucking Clintons and shit, but fucking Zbigniew Brzezinski, that guy was the guy who was, he's, he's like an Anthony Fauci. The one pulling the strings. Well, he's the guy who's just like, well, I have an idea. And then fucking four years later, he's like, I have an idea. And then fucking another four years later, he's like, I have a fucking idea. And it just fucking carries over the grand chessboard. That is the fucking guy who is just like, if we control fucking fossil fuels, we can control the population of the world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, can you think of another reason? Like, how how else would you control the population of the world? With food, water, electricity? People have lived fucking without all those fucking things for fucking thousands of fucking years. The way you control fucking populations and how they spike is fucking fossil fuel. Mm-hmm. And Zbigniew Brzezinski was the guy who was just like, without fossil fuel, populations will drop. Also, what a stupid name, right? Oh, for sure. Zbigniew Brzezinski. He had really good hair. He Shut looks the like fuck who's the guy that fucking Bobby Fischer fucking um uh the, who's the Russian guy? I feel uh, I actually am ashamed. Vladimir Putin. That's the only Russian I know. I think that's the only Russian that there is. Russia is Boris a- Spatsky. Boris Spatsky. You chess people out there. Fucking Rob. Quick Bob, caveat. The whole Nerds. The, yeah, Bobby Fischer. The whole thing was just like, if you don't beat fucking Boris Spassky, then you're not the greatest chess player in the entire world. Oh, is, and it, Boris, was, was that part of the, the the worst show ever on Netflix when they did the... Um, with me coming on your face? No, don't, <laughs> don't fucking undermine my <laughs> Boris Spassky, Bobby Fischer shit. What was the chess uh, mo- uh, TV show on Netflix? Uh, was, Euphoria a, High School? No. Oh, you're talking about the fucking Queen's Gambit. That show stinks. It's dumb in the fact that fucking it was good for one look, episode. If you know about fucking Bobby Fischer, Boris Spassky, which was like that alone mm-hmm. is psychotic. Yeah. 
Bobby Fisher would be sitting there. They're in an empty room with no one around for a thousand miles. And he's just like staring at a chessboard and he's like, the cameras are making too much sound. And I feel like your government is trying to fucking distract me from defeating your Russian chess champion. Yeah. Shut everything down. And then fucking like American fucking news needs to be like, Bobby Fischer shut everything fucking down. He thinks that fucking they're poisoning his orange juice and they're poison and they're 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 sending they're sending fucking things through the fucking cameras to fuck with him so he can't be Boris Spassky. It it was a next level fucking shit. Mm-hmm. But Bobby Fischer big anti Santamite. So, <laughs> but that's fine. But I mean, you know what I mean? But that's the thing. He's going to get killed by the HHS like we were talking about in the beginning of the episode. But more respect, that's the thing. Bobby Fisher's still alive. That motherfucker like was just like, I need complete silence to beat the fucking... It was one of those things where it was just like... It was like... It was like Floyd Mayweather beating fucking Conor McGregor in a boxing match. Yeah. He was just like, I'm just going to pull you into my world until you can't fucking... Like, once you're in... And we hit fucking go. You're not beating me. Yeah. But I need to convince you to come in to the world. I need you to convince but, me to come inside me. <laughs> but if but if Conor McGregor came inside Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> it would be better. That's that's how Bobby Fisher beat Boris Spassky. That, 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 that's a great way to end this episode. So what we're going to do... We're going to end it here? So we're going to end this at a... Uh, it's a cliffhanger. So we are going to rate this on a, on a 1 to 10, the believability of the, the great, great reset. reset. So we're going to start with Adam. What do you think? What do you think the believability of this conspiracy theory is? Honestly, all the what? what 1 what? to 10. 1 to 10? Well, it's a, it's a 10. Yeah. It's a 10. It's a 10 because um, why do you believe what you think? Um, people don't believe in fucking, do you believe in God? Do you? If you do, then fucking this fucking skill doesn't apply to you. Okay. If you're some fucking atheist scum, filth from the Bay Area, then you're just like, well, fucking everything's up in the air. And it's like everything is not in the fucking air. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you or do you not want fucking people who you think are above you because they have money to tell you how to fucking pivot your life? Do you want that? If you want that, listen to these people. And maybe you'll make the right investment decisions and maybe your children won't die poor. Mm -hmm. But if you don't believe that, good luck to you. Other, other than that, it's a 10. Yeah, 10. So Adam Adam puts a 10 on Great Reset. What do you, what do you think, Coop? Uh, yeah, I think overall the Great Reset in terms of being a conspiracy theory isn't exactly a conspiracy theory. It's just a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bunch of global elites that are either advertently or inadvertently trying to reestablish feudalism. They're, they're trying to set up uh, – it. From the research that I've done, what this seems to be is it's the same business model that software companies have followed where they realize that by allowing people to own their 
their software, they're not going to be able to continually make money off of that. It, it means that every single person that, that purchases this specific thing is no longer going to be a source of income. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to do away with ownership and replace it, uh, replace it with licensing. So instead of licensing software, what they're trying to do is license existence itself. Like a, a homeownership is no longer going to be a thing. Uh, ownership in, in general is no longer going to be a thing. So I, I would say that there's not very – I don't think there's any other conspiracies that we've talked about on the show that I've rated as a 10. I would rate this one as a 10. I don't, I don't think it's a conspiracy. Well, it's a conspiracy, but it's not a theory. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's about where I am at right now. So I, I would also rate this a 10 just because of everything that we've pointed out. Um, you have uh, Bill Gates who owns – he owns – the farms, he's creating the food that you're eating. They have the tech companies. They own all the tech companies. When you're talking about a global elite, a one-world government, like everything that Alex Jones has talked about, like they try to be like, oh, he's Ooh. a conspiracy theorist. Like, so what? Never heard of him. So what? So what? He, he's a conspiracy theorist. But he's right on a lot of things. But that's a level of comfort. I you feel... want somebody there... To guide you into a sense of fucking comfort. It's like walking into a mall. Mm-hmm. When you walk into a mall, there's a food court, there's a clothes shop, and there's mm-hmm. everything else. And you can comfortably navigate through all those fucking things. And that's what the Great Reset yeah. is. So they, what, what the Great Reset is, is they've gotten to the generation that they've wanted. They've created a generation where they're comfortable with renters it's a bunch of renters like mm-hmm. you're gonna you're not gonna own anything you're gonna be fine well, with like it. a uh, bunch of pheasants <laughs> yeah! i'm not editing yeah, I, that out either that's that's in that's in okay i'm so- <laughs> sorry your youtube channel i don't I, i'm not no, trying to, i'm not monetizing only youtube is not being monetized it's I will, audio I will, I will say i follow a lot of channels and they say faggot like- yeah, shit like that fucking flies. It's, it's fine. fine. As long as you're not too big, which... Uh, well, you were talking about um, these these global elites that are creating a, a rental system. It it actually predates the tech industry uh, to a certain degree. I think the tech industry is what really perfected it with the licensing system. Monsanto has been doing that with agriculture like literally with agriculture mm-hmm. where they're selling seeds to farmers that the crops that are grown by these seeds don't produce seeds of their own so what they have to do is they actually have to continually buy seeds from Monsanto the the exact same company because they're uh you know with with uh with most crops what's going to happen is you you grow something and it's going to have some seeds in it Save some of those seeds. You replant them. You can grow more yeah, crops. There's, well, yeah, well, there's suicide seeds. Well, you know, in Monsanto, when when these companies, when when their seeds, like what happens when you grow an actual crop? When the wind blows, you start getting these cross pollination. They so when they cross pollinate, Monsanto is like, we own that now. They like, they can go into a different farm. So they can sure. take over whole farms. Sure, if if you're a fucking uh, a crop across the fucking road from Monsanto, and they're like, yeah, we can with that, but whatever, whatever you want to do on that side of the road, and a fucking seed mixes to that fucking side, 
Mm-hmm. Fucking Monsanto can fucking sue you. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you it, got it our is, shit on your the, fucking... the most evil company in the planet. It, and then they, they teamed up with the most evil... The other most evil company was Bayer, who created Cyclone B, mm-hmm. who gassed Jews, which, yeah, so... So I, I think we should end it right there. Um, let's do some quick plugs before we go. So right, I'd like uh, to end on a dark note, which we'll <laughs> usually do. So uh, if you're being realistic, you're you're always going to end on a dark note. It's 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 conspiracy theories. So we're going to talk about some fucked up shit. We're going to talk about serial killers next week. So tune into that one. I'm so, looking forward to that one. So uh, and and pedophiles, which we we, we talk about pedophiles talk about a lot. We talk about one degree or another. So, um, so Coop, kind of tell tell <laughs> us about your glitter, podcast. Okay. What, what are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? Your... Pedophiles are the unofficial mascot of Conmen. So, uh, tell us so about we... what you guys are talking about next <clears throat> week, since these episodes uh, come out next Tuesday. Let's but... see if it if it's coming out that far in advance. I actually don't know. I know we just did a Valentine's Day episode, which, okay. by the way, anybody who celebrates Valentine's Day, you are supporting child slavery. <laughs> Um, and if you I want to know why, my wife. tune into the Iconoblast podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Iconoblast Podcast. You can follow me at Coop Nukem. You can follow my co-host Joel at Joel R. Benner. Uh, and yeah, we're a, a history podcast that pretty much does what we're doing here, which is get drunk and get wildly off topic, but it's entertaining the whole time. But when, when does your YouTube episodes come out? Uh, we do Monday night premieres at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, Texas time. Because the only I mean, one let's, that matters. Let's be honest. There's there's no other time zone that matters no, outside of Eastern Texas. Time zone. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. No, this. Fuck uh, out of here with that yeah, we're not we're not playing into the fucking elites over on the East Coast or the West Coast. We're, only one that we're Central Standard Time. Uh, Adam, tell, tell us about Skeleton uh, Factory. What what are you guys talking about on this week? Yes, sir. Uh, this week on Skeleton Factory podcast, I'm talking about. Films related to uh, uh, Ricky Casso, who was a, uh, well, he's allegedly a uh, satanic ritual murderer. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But uh, that is going to be on the next episode of Skeleton Factory Podcast, episode 22. And if you want to follow Skeleton Factory Podcast, we're on all major podcast platforms. And you can follow me on Skeleton underscore factory on instagram and i talk about cult films so all of you film buffs out there feel free to stop by am i so disconnected from social media that i'm the only one that says the the at thing before instagram (laughs) i'm i'm still pretty new to this shit also um follow adam on uh instagram he they so him and um Joel have been making these videos on Instagram. They're fucking great. So if anyone that knows Joel, he's that's his thing. He makes videos. He's made movies. So him and Adam have been making these videos on there, and they're so fucking funny. You're like, staring I, in the opposite direction of the cameras. Also, are we on Instagram? Yeah, we're on Instagram. So follow us on Comment Podcast. So it's going to be separated by underscore. So con underscore men underscore podcast so on instagram we're on twitter on comment podcast just search for us uh we're on every audio uh like we're on amazon music we're on M- we're on spotify every fucking thing so if you don't want to watch our podcast on video just listen to us and uh also give us five stars if you give us less than five stars you can go fuck yourself because i don't want you listening to my podcast just 
give us five stars. That helps us in the the algorithm. So just well, me personally, post. I was actually a little bit flattered the first time that Iconoblast got a less than five star review because that meant that somebody was actually listening. So reviewing, uh, rating, and reviewing is going to be important overall. Mm-hmm. But if you get like a one star review, that is the celebrity equivalent of somebody searching for your feet pics online. <laughs> Yeah, so come if if you have a problem with the podcast, just DM me and I'll be like, okay, we'll fix it. I I'm very open to fixing what we're talking about, and yeah. if you if you don't like conspiracies, don't let's fucking listen to us. Yeah, why are you fucking what listening are you to the show? Also, we, it's probably because of skeleton underscore factory on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So uh, we will talk to you guys next week. We will, we're gonna we we have a special guest coming in. Possibly, we'll, we'll let you know when he come in. Um, we have a couple of big oh, shit. guests. I'm going to be in. wearing the same shirt two weeks in a row because there's no way that I'm. Dude, you got to do it again. Next episode without wearing this shirt. Do it again. Who cares? I got this shirt specifically if, for the guest that is uh, allegedly going to be on the next. If show. you're going to wear it, I'll wear what I'm wearing right now. Oh, what are you? Jamestown. James, Holy fuck! Oh, we got to do an episode shit. on that. Yes. Jamestown, yes. California. It's, it, it, if Texas goes, if Beto O'Rourke gets an uh, elected uh, governor, I'm moving to Jamestown, California. That's Fuck all yeah. I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll check you guys out uh, next week. This Man, you guys would be surprised how great the audio numbers are doing. Video, not so good, but audio is doing great. So, Podcasts are an audio platform. I, I think in six months we'll be able to get some real um, – some some real sponsors where, where we're making money from it. Absolutely. Well, right and, now, and you know what? On Skeleton Factory, we're gonna. I'm gonna take a look at the new fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that's coming out in the middle of this month. All you lovebirds, all you Valentine's Day fucking lovebirds, new new fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and I will cover yeah, it. It doesn't have Check Alexander Diodario, like, so I don't care. He he also has the voice for it. So like on his podcast, he goes. Oh, little, dude, it's, it's he's more he he like the the voice is very a ASMR ASMR. Yeah. But man, it, it, thank you. The next episode is weird. If you want somebody welcome. whispering in your ears uh, about it, uh, fucking works. Semi-erotic and and murderous things, then Skeleton Factory is definitely the place to go for it. Thank All right, guys. You. So we'll we'll check you out next week. Um, just keep tuning in. Uh, we need plenty of comments, likes. Just just fuck if you if you guys are really into this, just like, comment, everything. We need as much engagement as possible. But yeah, we'll see you and guys share. next tell, week. Tell your friends about the show. That's tell how your tell your friends. This is as grassroots as it is. Uh, we're we're doing stuff with Drinking Bros, but like Drinking Bros, I don't want to get them too involved with this because we're we're talking about some pretty. <laughs> you don't want to fucking have anything. I don't want to ruin their YouTube. Everybody else, Skeleton Factory podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, see you guys next week.